Hey there. Oh, what's up? So, does my mic sound weird? No. no. <laughs> does it sound <laughs> any different to you guys at all? Uh, no. All right. So, I'm, the same. See, so I can't even tell at this point. I've got it in. I've got feedback going on on my headphones, and I'm using my actual microphone rather than just the one. Ah ha ha. So, what I'm going to do is. I am going to go into settings here and turn down feedback on my headphones. We'll see if that helps. Okay. Fingers crossed for you. Did it make any difference on your end? No. No. What if I do that? No. Still no? Still nothing. Okay. How about like that? Got nothing. Still, yeah, still nothing over here. Still the same. Still the same. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So I, I'm actually changing the settings in my GarageBand, ah. but not in my Skype because apparently I don't know how to do that. Gotcha. But you know, it it is showing my default. Oh, device. that's a cute workaround to do the GarageBand. I'll do that right now too. <laughs> Thanks. There. There we go. What does that mean, GarageBand? It's um, Apple's built-in um, audio editing, editing software. Oh, okay. And so Reporting there's a thing you can do on there to give you vocal feedback, input monitoring, as they say. Oops, see, there we yes. go. Now I can hear me again also. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Which is good. It's been like a year and a half since I've been able to hear myself on this show. <laughs> Wait, do you like to hear yourself? It helps for things like last week when all of a sudden my microphone was unplugged. Yeah, tell. no, I, I guess. <laughs> it just seems like it would be so incredibly distracting. No, it's, it not, it's not so bit, bad. But it also feeds my narcissism. So, <laughs> oh, I'm like, hey, that's what I sound like to you guys? All right, cool. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's live in that for just a second. Sure. <laughs> And you can do things to really make sure that your yes. voice sounds nice and cool. Exactly. And there's <laughs> sort of a delay, but like not enough to really process it. So it's like, did, did I hear that? And this is honestly, exactly, if you could, uh, you would kind of understand what it's like to be on shrooms. Just a little bit. Just <laughs> like a little bit of a delay of what you're hearing versus what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I could see that getting very upsetting. But it's also insanely like profound. Okay. <laughs> Especially like when you know, if if you're also on shrooms and beatboxing. Uh, so like that delay allows you to hear what it sounds like outside of your head. Sure. Which is weird. Right? Sure, it's sure. You. So anyway, hi. Yeah, enough of that. That's <laughs> your week. <laughs> one day, man, one day you and I are gonna go to Amsterdam together and drink some mushroom tea. Walk in the red light district and just stare at all of the nonsense. Just stare. <laughs> you can't really do anything else when you're tripping. Uh, you're just, yeah, just like whoa, look at that. Standing in the middle of the street, <laughs> tripping balls. I hear oh, that in God. in Amsterdam, like stoners just think of it as like stoner paradise, but the reality of the people who live in Amsterdam is like it's just a non-starter. It's not even something they think about. And the weed. The weed and, and that okay. kind of stuff. And it's all the tourists who are just jizzing themselves over the weed. And the people who live there are like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes we get high. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. If 
from what I, I've never been, but that's what I imagine. I went, but I was, uh, like nine. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I didn't partake just in too much. Slightly too young to partake. Only slightly though. Yeah, just slightly. I missed it by a couple of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Gotta grab that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I need to go back in and there was one point in last week's recording where I had to insert a bzz, hello and I will ah. not check on that when I am uploading <laughs> this week's recording. Yeah, good call. So it'll just have a <laughs> random thing in there. So I thought, you know what? Now that I remembered, I'm going to go ahead and grab that out. <laughs> do I try and avoid those? Needing to do those. Bzz, hello? Yeah. Because that's just, you know, it's bad planning on our part. Well, that one was to cover um, a break in the recording. Oh, okay. Not to cover somebody's name or personal information that we yeah. share. And to my knowledge, nothing happened that we needed to cover up. I just was. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just was covering a jump in time. I haven't heard from anyone about anything. <laughs> but also, <laughs> the one person that I usually hear from right away is a little behind on our show. So I, <laughs> I don't know. This person hasn't been going to the gym that much, I take it? No, and not even the one who lives with me. She's She's got, she's now she's like in the world of podcasts, and she's like listening to My Favorite Murderer and stuff. It's um friend of the show, Jesse. Ah, uh, yeah. Usually uh, yeah. I'll get like a play-by-play commentary from him as he's listening to the episode. <laughs> but apparently he's a couple weeks behind. Oh, just a couple weeks. That's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. When you said a bit behind, I thought you meant like... Ten episodes. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think he's maybe two. <laughs> maybe. You can make oh, that man. up in a day mm-hmm. if you've got enough dedication. Yeah, pretty much. Did I tell you guys I had someone I work with say, I found your podcast and I started to listen to it and it was, A, I couldn't because it was going to be three and a half hours. <laughs> and B, I just felt like I was I was eavesdropping on your conversation. Oh, I think you had yeah. have well, said that before. Well, the boy, did they think doozy episode? Yeah, it's it, the point of it, though. Yeah, that's why we talk so candidly. It was like fucking, you know. Listen, hear us now. Yeah. Hear us roar. <laughs> hear us roar. We've got. I do definitely understand say. the uh, if you look at the episode list and you see. Two hours, two hours, an hour and fifty minutes, and two hours and twenty minutes. So you'd be like, "Oh boy, what yeah, like I don't have the time to commit to that shit." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and this is every week. And there's <laughs> um, like a sixty episode backlog. Uh, <laughs> no. Exactly. Oh yeah. man. Although, let's see, we've been doing pretty good. We haven't hit two hours in two weeks. Oh wow! <laughs> Look at us go! Wow, we're we're such good boys. Uh-huh. Meaning we're under two hours. Under two hours for the last two episodes. Yeah. See, because once like you get to a certain point, it doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. It feels you know just like we're only talking for an hour, and then we look up the clock, and it's like, oh shit, it's one o'clock in the morning. We should Oops. do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that is one one thing. It, uh, when we record on Sundays, at least for me, at least once it starts to get about midnight, I'm kind of like, okay, we need to start wrapping it up. I got work in the morning. <laughs> is there a giphy that you could send us that is like a finger going around in a circle? So like wrap it up. <laughs> I never had to. Before. 
before. That'd be, that'd be cute. I never had to before. Normally, if we go long, it's either because we actually started on time on Sunday, or at least the time that we used to back when we normally were starting around 9 instead of 9.30. Oh, right. Or because then it would be like, technically, I would have like up to three hours before I was starting to be like, okay, I got to get to <laughs> Um, or like a couple of times we've gone really long when we recorded on kind of different days where I didn't have to necessarily be up as early. Oh, sure. I guess I never have to be up early compared to what you guys do, but seven thirty is early for me. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty early for, you know, a lot of folks. Mm, that's early for me. <laughs> I do it. I do it almost every day. It's still early. <laughs> right. I am at work for 30 30- minutes at 7 30 presumably yeah not been late that day oh man i i my first alarm is going off at like 7 25 i used to when i was younger i used to think like no fuck that like i'm not the kind of person who's capable of being at work at seven o'clock in the morning like seven o'clock in the morning is when i'm going to bed right but you know then you start like prioritizing and be like okay well i do appreciate having a day off in the middle of the week randomly mm-hmm. so I can work nine and a half hour days. But if I work nine and a half hour days and I don't start at seven, I mean, yeah. they're really fucking long. <laughs> so yeah, it is, it is a little easier to forgive being there earlier when you have an extra long day rather than being there later. Right. Cause my brain shuts down at about three, regardless <laughs> of, of what time I start. Oh. I start at 12. I'm still got about until three before Right, if I can stop thinking right. Oh man, I I don't know. I just I've obviously I've done it before, especially like during like rotations for um, school. I used to have to always get up way earlier than I do now for each rotation that I had. But especially when you had to travel, didn't you have one almost down in Merced or something? Uh, not quite that far, but it was um, a couple. Um, they were pretty much all on either Modesto or Tracy. <sighs> Um, so it was always 30 to 40 minute drive. And then the worst one was, um, I, I probably mentioned that here before, but when I, um, was doing an internal medicine rotation, I had to be there when the doctor students got there at like six, six thirty in the morning. Jesus Christ. Um, so that was, so I, I can do it, but I'm always like, even if I get up super early, I have trouble going to bed before like 10 to midnight. <laughs> so. I just end up even like now, falling asleep. What's that, James? I was gonna say even now I have trouble going to sleep before twelve or one. So it yeah. just means that I'm, I'm getting you, less sleep. Yeah, I know <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah, that's kind of where I was at. It was like just a, a vicious cycle of then always taking naps during the day after I got home from doing that stuff because I was so tired, but then waking up after an hour or hour and a half and then not going to bed until, you know, like, you know, 1130, right. Getting, you know, getting four and a half, five hours of sleep, getting up, then doing that being tired, then just that vicious cycle. (laughs) Yeah. Which luckily I can avoid if I can sleep until 730. Because then it's like worst case scenario, I'm falling asleep between twelve, twelve thirty. Then at least I'm getting seven hours of sleep on the days that I work early, which is a pretty good amount of sleep. And then I can, on the days I don't have to get up early, I can get like eight hours or so. Well, there you go. 
Man, I can't remember what eight hours feels like. <laughs> oh, yeah. That... I, actually, I do. I, I have one day a week where I, I just, I'm like, fuck everything, and I'm sleeping until one o'clock. And then I wake up going like, well, shit, I had a bunch of stuff that I was supposed to do today, <laughs> but I needed apparently 12 hours of sleep. Well, that, that's uh, yeah. where I'm just really lucky that I have the, like, the schedule that I do, because otherwise I'd be the same way, like... I used to do the same thing, like when I was in school doing that. My first day off, well, during rotations, as my one day off, it would be like just go to bed, and I wouldn't crawl into my room until I'd been in bed for like twelve or thirteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, half the day is gone. <laughs> yeah, you feel bad, but you need it. I told my wife the other day because this happened to me uh, yesterday. Uh, I I literally slept until one o'clock, and I was like, hey. Like, don't let me do that anymore. And she goes, but you just seem so peaceful, and I know that you needed it. And I was like, okay. But, like, I also needed to get a haircut, and I needed to go to the store, and right. I needed to do all this other stuff. <laughs> oh, now yes. I can't because of you. Right. <laughs> oh, I dare you. You know, and then she was like, well, and I was like, now I know that I'm a bitch to wake up. Like, I, I'll just be mean. Like, no, I'm not waking up right now. Like, I have... I'm doing my sleep math and I'm going to fucking do other stuff. I know that. I was like, but fight through it. <laughs> Wake me up. Because <laughs> I'll get up across, I'll get up and walk across the room and turn off my alarm and have no recollection or knowledge that I've done that. Oh, man. Right? It's, it's easier when we both have to be at work at the same time because then like the third time that I get up and turn off the alarm, it's like, oh, shit, it's 6.30. We both now have to get up and go to work. Yes. Right? We have to be there shortly. Right, we have to be there very soon, so we must rush now. Oh, see, I, 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 I'm bad with alarms, but eventually I get up, and I think part of it was, and it can, when when I think when parents do this, it can go one of two ways. With me, it worked. Uh, I know with other people, it would not work. And I don't know if you guys have any experience with this, but once I hit like sophomore year of high school, it was pretty much. You get yourself up because we're doing our own thing. Oh. And if you don't get up, you're just going to be late or we'll just get you up 10 minutes before you have to leave and you won't have time to like shower or eat or anything like that. And you'll be rushed. Yeah. So I kind of just learned that, okay, I have to work out some system with the alarms that I will get up like without an issue. Otherwise, I'm not going to get to take like a nice long shower or screw around in the morning before getting shipped off to school. Man, you you just have always been way more responsible than... <laughs> I was going to say, like, that exact technique did not work on me at all. Amazing. Yeah, no, I was just like, didn't, cool. no, it didn't really, it didn't really work with my brother either. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said it can pretty much go yeah. one, one of two ways. And luckily, for me, luckily, it worked. Luckily, but, your mom, I think, has a normal, pretty normal schedule. But I think during that time, wasn't your dad doing, like, swing shifts? He stuff like uh, it. It kept switching around. I think by high school he was mostly by by the time I hit around that time he was mostly doing store ma- store manager type stuff. Oh, okay. So working like in the morning to the afternoon. I think it was mostly when we were still in elementary school where it'd be like he'd like get home from work then help me get ready then drop me off and then try to sleep for a few hours. Yeah. Because if I know your dad, if if I know your dad in that situation versus how your brother would be in that situation, there might be like some some uh, fist thrown. 
<laughs> no, he he wasn't for the for the most part. He wasn't doing it too much with okay. with uh, my brother. I think he might have when my brother was younger, but my brother was actually pretty good about getting at least not as bad as he ended up getting until um, yeah he, uh, until uh, later on. Yeah, your poor brother. <laughs> he really got the short end of the stick here. Well, I'm a friend. <sighs> I don't know why every farmer friend. I don't know why every single time I open Google Docs has to tell me that it can correct my grammar for me. No thanks. Oh really? It doesn't tell me you that. Don't Google Docs. Yeah. It it's never told me that until just now. Oh. Grammar suggestions. Oh shit! Right? It's listening to you. you. Like I, I know that I have bad grammar. I do that on purpose, bro. Apparently, Got it. Thank you. Podcast is poor grammar. We need to consider changing it to podcasts. <laughs> Google, Podcasting uh, is fine, however, but podcast yeah. by itself questionable. Yeah. yeah, because it's not capitalized. I, no, no, because it wants it to be a plural for some reason. Yeah, or past tense. What's po- podcasted? Post- podcasted. Podcast. That's what I'm all about right now. Podcasted is fine. Yep. <laughs> Podcasting. Podcasted. Podcastor. Is it or or er? Or I think it's an er. <laughs> what makes the difference there? Like, what changes that? Whether it's or or er, yar uh, or I have no idea. Look, if I know, we need to get a uh, English language expert on here as a guest to That's answer a great idea. these hard questions. Guys, can we please find one? I will talk to this person for hours and hours. I'm fascinated. <laughs> Yeah, because honestly, English can just go fuck itself when it comes to all the just big grammar rules. <laughs> it's because I saw somewhere once somebody referred to English as three languages on top of each other in a trench coat, pretending to be an adult language. <laughs> one of That's my, hilarious. One of my favorite sayings about the English language is it's difficult, but it can be mastered through tough, thorough thought, though. Hmm. <laughs> Because if you type that out, it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's thorough thought, though. All those O's and U's and G's and H's. Who fucking cares? Fuck you, English. That's like the sentence, I forget how to say it, um, but the buffalo, 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 buffalo. Thing. Uh, buffalo, 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 buffalo. Okay. There's nine of them, though. Nine, so... nine buffalo correctly in a sentence makes a, a sentence, but... You know, I thought so you it was to... I thought it was bison from upstate New York, bully bison from upstate New York. Yes, but there's you can go one more time. Who are bullying bison from upstate New York? Sure. <laughs> All right, so I fucked up. I, I downloaded a document converter app, mm-hmm. and now it's giving me all these ads, which uh... I didn't used to have before. Ooh. And I don't know how to... I didn't really download it. I just kind of opened it in Chrome, but I thought I closed it. I don't know how to un, un get it. I don't do either. I, I don't know. Pigeons. <sighs> so you're, so, you're so far from anything that I can help you with. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was so I could listen to my co-star in this uh, animation that I voiced. Ah. During oh. This week. But I'm just going to fucking see i'm gonna remind myself later to try and delete this shit okay <laughs> puzzle piece 
I don't want it to be embedded, but it was through the Google Docs, but it was a weird WAV file. I don't know. I don't know. Listeners, please email me and, and tell me how to fix my computer. <laughs> delete this shit. At least it wasn't porn, right? At least yeah. it wasn't something like completely not safe for work. Sure. Well, at least not yet. Right. Yeah. When when I was at the end of my hitchhiking trip, I went and I stayed with my cousin in Las Vegas, and she lived with her husband's family. And at some point, I was like, "Hey, can I get on the computer? Because I haven't really used a computer in a few months." They're like, "Sure." So there's like the family computer just like on a table in the corner, and I'm trying to use it, and it's so goddamn slow. Just even for the time, it was just so slow. And so at some point, I say to my cousin, "I'm like, why is? Do you know why the computer's so slow?" And she's like, oh, her husband's little sister had a nasty habit of clicking on every banner ad. Oh, no. (laughs) Because she just took them all to be just, they're just straight up. This is, there's no trick here. Hey, yeah, I might be into this. So it was, she was clicking on all these banner ads like, ooh, get these extra emoticons. Hey, click here and get. Rihanna's new single and all this stuff. How old was she? She was like not too young. She was like fourteen or fifteen. <laughs> oh, no. So I was probably twenty-two before one of my friends had to be like, "Hey, man, don't click that shit." Yeah. Like oh, ever, shit, but really? specifically on my computer, don't click that shit. Because yeah. yeah, I'm like hardcore computer illiterate. Like and social media and me, like we we run the same direction sometimes, uh-huh. but most of the time on different tracks, right? So I, yeah, I was fucking, and I used to just use the computer to play games. Like I would find these like physics games, like Blossix, great game, right? But then, and so finally, like I, you know, I'd hang out at my friend's house all night and play these games on his fucking computer, and he had to tell me one time he's like, "Hey man, anything that you see on the right hand side of the screen." Don't click it ever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, why? He was like, because it fucks up my computer. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but it seemed cool. Yeah. Same guy <laughs> had, to, had to teach me about incognito browsing or private browsing. Ah. Uh, yeah. Like, also, <laughs> everything that you look for is stored in my history. So make sure that you're going incognito. I was like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Right. <laughs> I remember those days on the shared computer having to get rid of all kinds of stuff in the history. Yeah, clear your browser. Well, but no, that was too obvious if you just cleared everything. So there was a way to just right. clear, like, just clear today. You're right clicking. Yeah. Just this one. Yeah. Clear every, the last 15 minutes. Uh huh. <laughs> or even just exactly. clear these items. These it things sounds, never happened. It sounds like Zach <laughs> never has dealt with this problem. I don't think Zach had this issue. <laughs> I think everyone's had that issue. Let's be real. It's true, and I. But I also Zach had his own computer from f- earlier on than I did. When did you first get your own computer? When I went to college. Oh, okay. Honestly, yes, but by like a year. Oh, okay. What's happening? Why are you doing that? What? What? I was trying something. Oh, okay. So oh. on my work, I can click and drag something rather than. Because actually, I tried to copy paste just now, but it wouldn't let me do it. But so I, I highlighted it, and then you can drag it to anywhere you want. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Plus, I don't think that's a very good title. I was looking at it like, nah. <laughs> more, <laughs> more will come up. More, yes. more will come up. But feel free to click and drag 
You okay, know. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to lie. I had two double shots before we started recording, and I think they've kicked <laughs> in. Yeah, me. I bet. How's your uh, how's your how's your health doing as far as your other things? Like your are you able to drink more whiskey? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I said that, and then I took a great big old swig of wine. Um, are you able to drink more whiskey during the week than you were before? You didn't you have to slow down for some reason? Um, probably able to. I'm choosing uh, not to. Yeah. So, and it's funny because my wife. Well, no, 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 no. It's A, I don't have that kind of money anymore, but B, like, I'd like to not. Plus, it was, I, I think it was the, the only thing that was fucking up my voice. Mm. Like, I think my voice was constantly, like, in a state of, like, like grovelly, kind of scratchy. Like, I'd had to clear my throat all the time. I think it was because I was drinking too much. So, like, if I cut that down, that goes away. Although, now that I say that and I'm focusing on it, I have to clear my throat, like, pretty badly. <clears throat> so, there you go. But, um, yeah, you know, it's 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 still kind of it's back to being an addition rather than a subtraction i'm not like drinking all the time okay but uh my my wife has not like she's not aware that her tolerance has changed <laughs> so oh. anytime we do get some some whiskey she's like yeah oh, no. let's go and drink the same amount she drank before and it's like okay oh boy <laughs> Yeah, that's yet. I I had to deal with that slightly after um, my wife gave birth. Right, we're right at the start. She was like, "Oh, I could just throw myself into this." I was like, "No, no, no." You have to nine months of <laughs> not. Yeah, it's been the better part that. of a year. It's we can ease into <laughs> this. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly acceptable to start off with the one or two drinks. <laughs> yeah. And she she doesn't do any more wet. I've had plenty of I've had plenty of small get-togethers ruined by people thinking that they needed to keep up with me. And it yes. just it gets it's like no, it's okay. You don't understand. I have a problem. And <laughs> and so um, don't don't worry about what I'm doing. Just worry about what you're doing. No, no, no. I can do this. I always drink like this. Sure, you yeah. fella. Well, it's only a problem once it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but, I caught uh, this one guy just pouring beers out behind his back while we were out in the woods. And he was like, listen. Oh, listen, my God. I just don't drink for just, later. Yeah, just don't drink the beer. It's okay. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's not a dick measuring contest here. We're no, not. Yeah. You don't have to keep up. Once you feel it, you stop. It's fine. No one's going to call you a pussy because you didn't finish a beer. It's okay. I really, really want you to be like, listen, man, no one's going to call you a pussy and then turn around and be like, this guy's a fucking pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I had other issues with that specific guy. I'm pretty glad I don't (laughs) talk to him anymore. He just had a whole bunch of issues. Because nobody wants a puker. Nobody wants a friend who can't handle their shit. And he was a puker whether or not he kept up. Yeah. So (laughs) maybe just chill. Yeah, maybe just chill. We used to also just start punching him in the gut at a certain point in the night that that guy he was the like, worst but we were the worst to him it was his I, idea I know people who are like his that, idea oh where it's like he literally asks for it yes. like with saying words like, like no fucking punch me and you're like okay 
I'm not going to say I'm not going to yeah. enjoy this, but bam, fuck you. Yeah, so there were there were a couple of times where he wanted to throw up because he felt sick, but he didn't want to stick his fingers down his throat, so he thought the best option was to have <laughs> us stop. just punch him in the gut. <laughs> and yeah, we all did. We just lined I feel up. Like you like, could have just like shown him something disgusting on your phone or something. <laughs> like, here's a tonsil stone being taken out. Yeah. Here, enjoy. Oh man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that. Don't plan to look it up. Oh. Don't do it. Ooh. Don't do it. It's it's uh, it's, gr- it's kind of satisfying though seeing them process. come out. Sometimes it is, but like if you've ever been around one in real life, they smell like a weird cheese, and oh, so I'm... you know that when you see the videos of them being extracted, that Why? that is a, a weird cheesy thing. Why have you been around one? I my fr- so the first time that I ever heard that it was a thing, my friend just started sticking his finger down his throat, and I was like, "Bro, bro, like you okay? Like don't puke." And he's like, "No, no, no, it's not that." Boom. And he pulls out this fucking chunk of like tonsil cheese, uh, and I was like, "What in the fuck is?" And it smells very strongly. Like you can from feet away. I wasn't like like sniffing his finger. Like what is that? I was like, uh-huh. "Whoa, what the fuck is happening here?" And, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I got these tonsil stones. My dentist had to extract one, and uh, I realized that I could do it myself." And I was like, "Man, like go sit over there, please." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the nastiest shit I've ever seen. Coincidentally, same guy who taught me about private browsing. Huh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> He's coming up a lot tonight. <laughs> yeah, yes. Cliff, shout out uh, to you. I never had to deal with that because I had my tonsils removed when I was young. <laughs> oh. Me too, but they can grow back. And an, what Kaiser's version of an ear, nose, and throat doctor, which they don't actually have anymore. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, it used to be like ear, nose, and throat. Now they're like some sort of weird surgeon. Uh, but hmm. so she, I had she shoved a camera down my nose. It was like your tonsils Ugh. look good, and I was like, "You mean they're gone?" And she's like, "Well, yeah, but they can grow back. But the area where they live, where they would live, looks good." And I was like, "Okay, oh. just throw that comment out there, tonsils." That little, grow back. Yeah, <laughs> a little factoid for you to <laughs> dwell on. <laughs> so I have. Um, I've been told my entire life by every single doctor who's looked down my throat, I have abnormally large tonsils. Cool. But they never got infected for any reason, so I still have them. Because of all the whiskey. Kills all the bacteria. <laughs> I was drinking whiskey from a young age. No, but but like to this day, anytime a doctor looks down my throat, they go, huh, you've got really big adenoids. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. thank you. You're like, why, thank you. <laughs> thank you, I have been working on it my whole yeah. life. <laughs> You're okay? You can breathe and stuff? Like, yeah, it's, it's fine. I think so. I'm breathing now, right? <laughs> I don't know any other I'm... version of life. <laughs> you might. One day you might just decide to take them out and be like, oh shit, this is what I've been missing? Well, I get like, when when I get sick, it mostly hangs around the throat. So I assume at some point I'm going to have my tonsils out as an adult. Probably. <laughs> I've heard it's worse as an adult than as a child. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I've never had surgery. Like any kind of surgery? I had my wisdom teeth out. Dude, what is your life? <laughs> I mean, I'm not much different. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, other than the wisdom teeth, we both share that. Then yeah. I've had my tonsils and adenoids out. Mm. Other than that, I essentially haven't had surgery other than like also tubes in the ears. But that was kind of done all in the same go round. Mm. Take out the adenoids, put the tubes in. Yeah. Until I started, until I started having seizures, I had never been checked into a hospital before. 
Man. Like, I can't even count the times I've been checked into a hospital. I've gone most to the hospital happen. most times, most of the time for injuries. And they go, sure. yeah, 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 we'll fix up this thing and then send you home. Yeah. yeah never. But not like getting overnight. Well, even, no, I'm still living at no, no overnight in the hospital because with the, they, this, but with the seizures, I was in a hospital bed wearing a gown, which is, sure. I would count as the most being that checked in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so stay, how, how often have you been in the hospital, James? Oh man. Big hospital boy. Yeah. <laughs> Just how I roll. <laughs> uh, so when I was younger, I would have, uh, uh, asthma episodes in uh, around uh, about September, October, November, and I would just get really, really hard to breathe. So I would have to go and get a breathing treatment in the hospital. And, you know, same thing, gowns, fucking, they put you in, they make you wait for a while, and they give you concentrated albuterol in, in a little tube. Hmm. You breathe it, and your face gets numb, and then you go home. So that happened a bunch. Um, I did have my tonsils out, my adenoids when I was younger. Um, I had, man, I don't know. Uh, every now and again, like I would have like a sleep test or, uh, an EKG uh, for, for some other, like I passed out one time when I was 16, I stood up and I yawned and I held my breath and I fucking opened my eyes to my television face, to my television set on my face and, uh, huh. a hole in my lip. Huh. I just fell forward. Cause I'm, you know, I'm super fat. So like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just front heavy. So like I, I passed out and whoop. Like right, like I just face planted into my TV set, uh, and then same thing happened when I was 18. But I hit a bong and I just passed uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. So I had to go and get stitches on my face. So I mean, a number of times. And then with like you know, last year when I was throwing up a bunch, like I went to the emergency room probably eight or nine, or ten times, Man. just puking. Yeah, Jeez. throwing up blood. But, you know, and then. Like I've had like a, a bladder scope where they had to, you know, on a couple of upper GI endoscopies, which is technically being admitted to the hospital. Like you're there, you know, you're in a gown, you're having a surgery performed and like, so, but, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I don't think I'm missing anything. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you need to search for anything else. You, you win. You win. Now that, that it was a competition. <laughs> I think I've probably only been uh, once or twice when I was younger for the same thing James is talking about. Like, no broken bones or no stitches or anything? Like, neither one of you, like, injured yourself to the point that you had to go to the hospital? No, only times was when I was, like, I think once or twice when I was young with bad asthma. That was was it. I've broken digits, but never full bones. Yeah, I never have any diagnosed broken bones i've probably broken toes before because i've stubbed them hard enough to crack the nails and they hurt for a long time after that but everybody breaks toes yeah Yeah, exactly i'm sure i've broken every single one of my toes toes without breaking (laughs) (laughs) but i've I've never broken anything significant enough that i notice i do have a scar i should show you sometime james because it has grown to scale with me I have a huge scar on my left bicep from going down a slide as a kid and then just one screw sticking out in such a way that it tore oh, my yuck. my arm open. And I went in and they, they just like uh, stapled it closed. Sure, but sure. What's interesting about the scar is that like it's a big scar. I have a – if I flex my bicep 
there is a divot where the where the cut happened and the since the scar has grown to scale with me because this happened when i was probably four so at the time on a four-year-old the scar was probably an inch and a half maybe two inches and now it's close to six inches (laughs) to most of my arm (laughs) which totally like calls into question like scarring mechanisms like what the fuck yeah like why? Like why does this happen? Like this was an inch long incision mm-hmm. when I was four. Like why is it now a six inch scar? Because your DNA has been rewritten to, to fucking create a scar there yeah. instead of to, to just deal. Apparently, bastard. Yeah, yeah, I have several scars on my body from when I was a child. That it seems like they should just still be child sized, but they are not. <laughs> well, because the because you still have all that growing to do and all that. You know? Yeah. But why does that grow, too, is the question. Why does the scar tissue grow as well? Like, it's supposed to be dead tissue, right? Well, skin is weird because, like, so I have a lot of freckles. And from childhood to adulthood, some of the more specific freckles I know are in exactly the same place. Weird. Really? Yeah. (laughs) They may have moved a little bit in general down to, like, within an inch they are in exactly the same place that they were when I was six. All right. I mean, I'll buy it. I, uh, I used to have this, uh, long, like about the shape and size of, uh, of, a flattened penny birthmark on the side of my left knee. Hmm. And I looked there and lo, it is still there, huh. but slightly bigger now. What the fuck happens? Yeah. What is this all about? I don't know. We're still trying to suss out where my daughter's birthmark is. We don't really know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she might not have one. There's one little smudge on her knee that might be her birthmark, but yeah, I don't know. She could not have one. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought it was more rare to have one. Like, I didn't think that people just got one. Like, <laughs> here's yours on the bottom of your foot. Sorry. Is that right? I think most people have them. Even if it's like super minor, like mine is very minor. It's again a smudge. It's a little smudge on my back. Does everyone have a birthmark? Almost everyone has them. Okay. I mean, I'll buy that. Some are larger than others. I'm seeing a picture of a kid who's really. He got the short end of the stick on the birthmark front. It's most of the side of his head. Ooh. Like from from the bridge of his nose t- through his scalp, and it's black. Is this person a chimera? Uh, he's a he's a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Is this toddler a chimera? <laughs> I, I haven't seen a picture of a chimera in a long time. I need to remember what they are. They're half and half. Have one thing, have another thing. It's just in general, that's just... So it's not all yeah. these pictures of fish I'm seeing? <laughs> Wait, now I need to look up Chimera. What is happening here? I'm seeing a lot of things that are like a shark, but with four fins. What did you search for this? Chimera. <laughs> <laughs> just C-H-I-M-E-R-A. M-A-E-R-A. M-A-E-R-A? I'm a fancy lass. Yeah, you are. 
So that is apparently a weird ass fish. Hmm. <laughs> head and body of a lion and the head of a goat attached on it to its back. Oh, a chimera. Oh, in Greek mythology, that was that thing that was just like a whole bunch of shit just all yeah. shoved together. But you can type up chimera human. What? Is that where you get naga and stuff? Naga. Yeah. Like naga hide? Well, like a naga. What Back me up naga? on this, Zach. <laughs> it's a half human, half snake. <laughs> Excuse me? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that is what a, a naga is. And I think in some... Oh, well, in Hinduism. Sure, sure. I, I don't know. In the, in the, the series of fantasy video, books I read. I know in video games, but... <laughs> the series of fantasy books I read, that was a whole people. The naga people. Oh yeah, that was yeah. In uh, in the Xanth books, you read a yeah, couple. I forgot of those. about that. Yeah, <laughs> I was too busy laughing to contribute for a second. <laughs> I was trying to quietly laugh. Uh, a human chimera. What the hell is going on? Chimera genetics. The single organism composed of cells with distinct genotypes. Do there are know? three human chimeras that already exist. The fuck. Three t- types, not just three individuals. Okay, <laughs> this is bullshit. Scientists create a pig-human hybrid, and look at this picture. It's totally a man with makeup of a pig nose and ears on his face. <laughs> Scientists create... You mean like makeup artists create this? <sighs> Listeners, if you are if you or yourselves uh, or, or you know anybody who has a chimera, please have them email. We'd love to talk to you. <laughs> Well, I I think technically based on that definition, and I mean, if you had to undergo a, so it's basically just um, genetic in genetics, it's a single organism that contains cell different genotypes. Yes, so, so it doesn't even have had, to be different species. If so, if you had a procedure in which someone had a type of like leukemia where they got their own bone marrow, you know, replaced by a donor bone marrow, then that would probably count because the bone, even though it would, you do matching to uh, get it as close as possible, it's still going to be slightly different. different. Yeah. But no, because the, the dominant DNA replicates itself in that, right? The, the new well, because tissue the, doesn't continue to live with its own DNA. Right? Because <laughs> the, because the, uh, the bone marrow is where all the red blood cells come from. Sure. So if, if your own, if your own bone marrow is can, you know, causing the, um, cancer and it gets replaced by a donor bone marrow, then it's that donor bone marrow that's creating the red blood cells. Yeah, your bone marrow is garbage. So then does your DNA then take on the characteristics of new DNA, or do you just have to deal with, like... Well, I mean, because it's not going to replace... It's just replacing your red blood cells and bone marrow. It's not replacing everything else. Haven't people seen, like, changes in personality after getting organs donated and that kind of thing? Only in horror movies. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, if they did, it would be due to like the medication, yeah. not not due to the organ. I would imagine. Again, I've there spent was... very little time in hospitals. So I don't know. <laughs> it's not like hospitals teach you this stuff. <laughs> well, you're not a coroner, so you get to go over here. <laughs> hey, what were you we saying? I remember uh, seeing a distinct. Like so, like pictures of people who are uh, an actual living chimera with like a human chimera, where half half of them is black and half of them is white. Huh. Isn't that called wine splash? <laughs> I feel like that's really offensive somehow. I it could know. be. <laughs> uh, like it's probably a form of vitiligo, but like where it's directly down the middle, you know, or there are some mm. like. There's some arguments for chimeras being, you know, half male and half female, right? Which is a hermaphrodite. But like, if you have the DNA of two different, like, if you have the composition, the genetic composition, right? So if you have a fully formed vagina and a fully formed penis and testicles, yeah, like, like, it's all about the the chromosomes and the enzymes. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's still in that case, though, it would most likely still be one. Set of DNA though. One set of DNA. Right. Oh, Genetic wouldn't be. Yeah. The amount of pictures that, that I'm seeing that are Trump sliced with a pig are. Uh, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> well, that just sounds amazing. It, I mean, it's actually not far off from the real thing. <laughs> Try Googling <laughs> Trump yeah, pig. You're going to really hit the jackpot on this. Oh, well, here we go. I feel like that's. <laughs> going to actually give me a picture of a human chimera trump pig it just about does ah. oh my god some of the oh my god did you see the trump centaur pig no oh yes oh there it is oh my god <laughs> yep that's there a it terrifying is. picture that's gonna haunt my dreams why is my search being encrypted i don't I need understand what's tabs. happening oh my god i yeah. do too but i'm afraid to because i want to go back to them and look at stuff <laughs> you gotta close tabs. You gotta do it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna evangelize for this. This is the kind of thing that's I'm gonna go to my deathbed just like talking about you kids need to delete all your apps and close your tabs. <laughs> and and I'm gonna be alone. I'm gonna be standing alone shouting this with my picket sign. Down with this sort of thing. <laughs> yes, you're very passionate about your apps and your. I am. I was feeling bad about how many apps I had, and so then I looked. Why and I did was, you have fucking was... like twenty six? No, no, twelve. No, no, I had. See, James is closer. Uh, it turned out I had <laughs> I had thirteen. So it was. Oh my god! It's feeling real bad. But then, have you guys tried the new Harry Potter app? Which one? The one that's like Pokemon Go. No. There's a there's. It's made by Niantic. It's it's full on it's the real deal what's it called it's called wizards unite oh that actually sounds kind of cool it is kind of cool so you have to walk around and you have to go to specific places and you're like fighting giants and you're finding port keys and it's pretty cool see i was never into pokemon and i was never into like the original incarnation of it let alone pokemon go so like when Jenny was like, hey, there's a new Harry Potter game, I was like, fuck yes. And then she was like, it's basically Pokemon Go. And I was like, oh. Like, no, no, no. Oh. No, it's good. It's good. Okay. I'll give it a shot. 
<laughs> I've done them both. They are. It's definitely. It, you mean? I mean, down to the design. You can tell that it's made by the same people. But uh, there's way more going on. And if you're at all into Harry Potter, it's going to be very cool. Hmm. I, well, I am into Harry Potter. And this so. one, so so the other one where you are a student takes place basically just when Harry Potter is born, right? Something like that. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, it's right around there. Yeah, I know Cedric Diggory's been born because at some point Amos. Oh, Diggory he's in was... like your class. No, no, Amos or, Diggory no, just class, was talking but... about how cool he was. Tonks is in your class. Yeah, that's what it was. So I know that one is before Harry Potter's born. This one is post all the movies because Harry Potter's a full on horror, and he's he oh. pops in now and then, and he's like, "Hey, thanks for helping us out. Uh, here's a new task for you to complete." Sweet. Yeah, keep hmm. talking to Harry Potter, and I keep talking to some Irish chick. I don't. <laughs> I think I'm supposed to know who she is, but I don't. What does she look like? I don't know, but I am going to send you because you you make your own Ministry of Magic ID. Okay. And so you get to take a picture of yourself. And then you have the option, you know how they do all these filters on Instagram and stuff where you can like add things to your face live in sort of an augmented reality kind of thing. Sure, like a weird sound. Oh my God. <laughs> so here's my picture on the on the app. Oh and, shit! I saw that. Ah! In, I saw that on your Instagram ah! story today. And every time my wife looks at this picture, all she can say is, "That's it, that's, a, that's a really good picture." Oh, it I is. Saw that it is. Almost, I almost text you about it. <laughs> you look like you're about to be like, "I shouldn't have said that." Should shouldn't, not have said sh- that. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> hey, you can add a beard too. Oh, that's man. what she did, but I don't have permission to share her picture. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, one of the cast members today was playing with a Snapchat filter. And I was like, look, I was like, I think that you should grow a beard. I'd like to see you with the beard. And he's like, you want to see what I look like with the beard? And I was like, yeah. And I thought he was going to show me like an actual picture that he'd taken from before when he had a beard. Uh-huh. And he pulls up this weird Snapchat filter. And he was like, ah, see, look. <clears throat> and it like gave him all this like cool stubble. I was like, that's cool. I was like, do me. Like, see what it does with me. And uh-huh didn't change anything because yep. I already have a beard. Right. Um, but I thought it was. I thought it was going to like give me a weird, but it didn't. It didn't do anything. It dis- but then it made him into a very pretty girl. And I was like, ah, all right. <laughs> I wonder what it would do. To- like, I don't have Snapchat, so I don't have a Snapchat filter. But, like, I wonder how the girl filter would look on a guy with a beard. I think the beard stymies it. Does it? Uh, For, from what I've heard, the beard stymies it, so it covers up some of it, but not all of it, because it doesn't understand what's going on. Let's see. Snapchat girl filter beard. <laughs> it's a dangerous search you've done there, my friend. I don't... Oh, I, I guess it does get rid of the beard. Largely. I don't know, but you have a big beard. I do, and it's bigger now than it has been for a while. All right. I I don't even know how to search this. I Every time I try and do a new Chrome search, it comes up with uh, hdocumentconverter.app, and it's Ooh. an encrypted search. Oh, that's deep in your settings. You've got, you've got some work ahead of you. Settings in what? <laughs> deep in your Chrome settings. Because well, there's a thing where in Chrome settings, if you go Chrome... 
preferences, then you can do a thing where whenever you start a new tab, you can tell it um, what you want the new tab to be. And yours has inserted itself in there to make itself your new tab every time. I thought that I needed this encryptor thing so that I could check out the wave file with my co-star. I don't know, man. I don't know either. This is bothering me. Listeners, come in and fix my computer, please. Yes. Someone, someone <laughs> drop by. Someone help me. Here, here's James's phone number and address. Yes. And here's my IP address. Just mm-hmm. go ahead and do everything that you need to. Mm-hmm. Make it good to go. Just kidding. Don't actually put my IP address in. <laughs> Oh shit! I wasn't supposed to put all that in the show notes. <laughs> we kept doing this too. Um, I'm sure he doesn't listen, but this guy Israel that James and I know, where he was talking to <laughs> us about his new place, and he kept like dropping too specific of details. <laughs> so then Christine and I kept like being like, oh, "Okay, okay. So, and what time are you home? When is the house empty?" <laughs> And it's at it's at this. This is the the new address. Okay, cool. That's good. You said your bedroom's right next to the front door, huh? What's next to the back door? Thank you. <laughs> Which is like that. That'd be the problem that I would have with James's house. I wouldn't know how to break into James's house because, and I think partly because it's a duplex, it's a little too complex. Right. If wow. you were home, I would not know how to break into your house. No, and, and that's what I bank on. Yeah. But that is why I moved my bedroom from the front room to the back room ah. because it's more of a barrier, right? Because it's my the original bedroom window like opens up to my lawn, which is right on the street, right? And so now I'm like, at least if somebody busted this window, like I would hear it, and my dogs would go crazy, and then there would be two or three rooms between me and them, right? Which prompts the question that has been on our show notes now for several months. Burglar breaks in your, your house, what do you do? Yeah. You're home, what's what's going on? What do you do? Yeah. Zach, what, Zach, what, what do you do? do? Uh, well, hope, as long as they don't come into uh, the room I'm sleeping in, I probably don't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you have no dog to set the alarm. I have no dog. Um, I sleep with my bedroom door shut to help keep out any light from the rest of the house. Or the apartment, I should and say, and I sleep. sleep with a fan on high because it helps me sleep. Got it. And and uh, uh, what what's your address? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> no, I always have a thing where I keep a bludgeoning. I keep different bludgeoning things in different key places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Because based on based on my life so far. My reaction to something like that is going to start with anger. Yes. And hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Yep. And somebody in your underwear. Yep. And so some people think like, well, they've got so much more skin in the game. Why would you want to confront them? And for me, I think, no, they're on edge because they're breaking the law. Right. And they well, don't. Plus, and they don't know I mean, unless this is my domain, I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless they've done like a lot of like, reconnaissance ahead of time they don't even know what they're going into and even even if they've done a lot of like homework per se beforehand they still going to be a bit unknown mm-hmm. well in terms done, of the layout 
they've done any kind of reconnaissance, they wouldn't fucking bust in while I'm sleeping. They would know that I go to work every day, and they they would fucking well, yeah, come in during... exactly. They would just come in during the set times when they know the two people that live there aren't there. Yeah. So this is, but yeah, I feel like I lived through this as a child. Have you guys ever been in a in a home that was broken into? No, no, not the house itself. See, I've I had had people go into the backyard sure. to steal stuff. But... When I was like ten or so. We came home from school because my mom's a teacher, and at the time, she taught at the school where I went, so we both came home from school, and someone had broken into the house, and like, no, I was probably 11 or 12, because they stole my PlayStation, but... That's fucked. Oh, shit, I remember that. Yeah, because I we didn't we weren't trying to tell people about it, and then the pastor at our school decided to announce it to the entire school during chapel. Oh, bastard. Right. This is this is like a classic. This this is even like I would react the same way to someone announcing my birthday to a room full of people. It's like, hey, motherfucker, <laughs> that wasn't like, your information to share. Shit, ass bitch. But anyway, it's it's really jarring and. You can imagine you just don't feel safe anymore, and you feel violated. Yeah, it's a it's a, it just feels like a violation. Even, yeah, it's. It was clearly for us. For us, it was like it was super smash and grab. They stole my mom's pillowcases, and because we figured that they probably just dumped everything that they stole into the pillowcases and then left. I mean, yeah. that's smart. That's unfortunate too. Yeah, but it was that was as very jarring to come home oh, to that. Seriously, I mean, because you, you're surprised the you didn't like grow up to like be a gun owner. <laughs> 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 Not yet. <laughs> uh, I see. I I I mean, I just I know how I wake up. It's like so, and I have to preface this by. I mean, I live alone, so there's no other skin in the game except for me. Mm. So it's like I already know that I wake up super groggy and stuff. And so, chances are, if I even heard it, like I would be so out of it that I wouldn't want any sort of weapon like that for me to use because I would be just as likely to hurt myself with it as someone else. Right. You've never like woken up with like so much adrenaline that you're like hyper focused and like ready. No, not really. Oh, this, this is a thing. It, maybe this is more of having a family thing. Probably. I don't know, but like I get you this have too. to go into protector mode. I go into protector mode and then I uh, do a round and I make sure everything's okay. Yep. Yep. But when we first moved into this place, our house was for a long time like this huge meth, methy drug den. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> and even while it was being redone, they kept having to chase out the meth heads who would like break in again and come back in. So when we were first here, I was super duper on edge and just like any noise, I was ready to go fucking kill somebody about it. This isn't your house anymore, bitches. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, luckily, yeah. since my grandpa chased the last couple meth heads down the street holding a revolver, uh, no one's come back. <laughs> Word on the street is there's a crazy man with a gun at yeah. that house. Don't go yeah, there. exactly. My grandpa has a lot more guns than anybody realizes, because when I heard that story about the revolver, I was like, wait, he has a revolver? <laughs> I've, yeah, I've seen other guns that are not revolvers. Yeah, exactly. What? I, I know of several guns in the house. I didn't know about a revolver. And they're like, yeah, apparently he has a revolver too. Oh, okay. 
It's the one he keeps next to his balls when mm-hmm. he sleeps. Something like that. You seen those like headboards that like have a secret compartment for a shotgun? You can just like push up and the shotgun falls down in your hands and you're ready to roll. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> See if I can fucking find it. Hey, also, by the way, I was able to get rid of that encrypted fucking search. Nice. Thank you for pointing me the correction. Uh, headboard shotgun. Yep. First video headboard shotgun. Ooh. And this, you know, regular looking Joe just laying in bed with his button down shirt. And then he pops up. Yeah, just. Pushes his hands up, spring-loaded shotgun falls right into his palms. That's the kind of thing you've got to run a lot of drills for that to really go well in the heat of the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everything like that. Every kind of self-defense you have to run drills for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like it's not like even video games aren't gonna actually help you, right? Oh no way! That's no. You have to actually. Like put yeah. in like training and yeah, practice. You know you have to physically exactly. practice doing this. Shit. I mean, like with almost anything in life. I mean, if you don't practice, it, you're gonna be almost worthless with it. <laughs> I mean, probably worse than that because I mean, then you'd be a danger to like yourself and others if you don't know what you're doing. Oh yeah, with it. totally, totally. Which is part of why I don't have a gun, because I'm not going to do a lot of practicing. Right, I'm not that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not going to go to a shooting range all the time. you know. But I feel like I, I want to. Every time I've gone to a shooting range, I think to myself, why don't I do this more? <laughs> like, why, why is this not a kind of person that I am? But it costs a lot of money. Yes. Uh, on just on the off chance that like you'll use it and then like so say like okay so i start going to the shooting range i get a gun start going to the shooting range right a burglar busts into my house and i shoot him dead do i live with that how how mm-hmm. do i fucking live that with that too yeah cuz then right? yeah especially Even because if I shoot him dead. in this town and in many towns the higher likelihood is that once he saw you he was going to spook and run but then you killed him. Right. So, you know, so, like I can't, like, it's not like the, in the movies where like, they're there to kill me and like rape my wife. Yeah. You know, they're there to get my TV and mm-hmm. then fucking be out. And like, I'm already fucking, you know, but like, I don't know. Yep. I, yeah. Unfortunately, no, I, I, I haven't been violated to the point where I feel like I need to. And I'm like willing to, you know, it might change if I had kids, but then also like you have kids. So like, do you need a gun? Like, do you want to have a gun around kids? Like, I don't know. I don't know. So this is the thing where I just got done with living with my mom for a little bit again. And I sort of forgot about all the things. She does a lot of things that I don't do in my life. And I think it's because of that one robbery. Yeah. But like even after Mm -hmm. that, so like I said, they stole my PlayStation. So after that, any, any video game system that I owned, I had to keep totally unplugged from the television and hidden under the couch. Sure. I had special little containers under the couch that contained my video games. And so it'd be like, you know, pull it out, plug everything in, play the game. Okay, we're done. Let's unplug from the TV and unplug from the power and everything and put the system put away. Put it right back in there. And yeah. she still does this. Like, she keeps she keeps her iPad to, in different hiding places, 
all kinds of stuff where anytime anytime like she sends me to her house because there will be things that she's like hey pick up this thing while I'm at work because I have an easier schedule and and she'll have to send me detailed instructions about where even like this special piece of paper is or something because she hides everything in her house now if you were a burglar and you're wandering through her home you're not going to find much of the stuff that is worth it. Unless you're like incredibly lucky. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Unless you're incredibly lucky and you go to this one specific shelf and you pull out this one thing that looks like nothing, but it's actually an iPad. (laughs) Woo. Got an iPad. (laughs) My friend Cliff, the same guy, actually, we're, we're talking about Cliff a lot this episode. Hey buddy. Uh, used to like keep a bunch of like cash strewn about like different books on Mm -hmm. his bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like I get the point of that. So it's not all in one space, but like, books are not fireproof. Like, what if what if something like a fire happens? You have to then remember all of those books that you have all of this fucking cash stashed in. You know, why not just put that shit in your bank? Oh yeah, my mom. My mom has this. This is a thing with her too, where um, excuse me, in books all over her house as i learned as a teenager who stole there's there's like there's 100 dollar bills all over the map and she's she's mentioned this before but she's just like yeah sometimes i have like too much extra cash and so i stash it somewhere and then other times i happen upon this cash that i've stashed somewhere and i go ooh extra money <laughs> and then i put it in my wallet oh lord <laughs> okay all right more power to you, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess whatever works for mm-hmm. di- different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. But, oh man, that was like every, so much anxiety. Every time I've tried to do that, always like in not even the back of my mind, in like the middle or the front of my mind. Well, I've got that hundred stashed in, you mm-hmm. know, the magicians, and I've got that fifty stashed in, and you know, blah blah blah. Like I, I'm counting it. I still count it in my money that I'm counting. I'd have the same problem. <laughs> I can never just forget about a hundred dollars. No, that's that's a fair amount of money. I mean, <laughs> to just have like easily accessible like that. Exactly. I don't know what the problem is with savings accounts. Well, that's I have a problem with savings accounts, and then I empty them. <laughs> right. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's so it. A saving account in like name only, but I can go into Bank of America and in ten seconds have all the money transferred from my savings to checking account and have it immediately accessible. Well, I can do that on my phone. Well, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Now it's an app that you can do. Like it didn't used to be. Like you used right. to, have to like take time out of your day and go to a bank physically. Yeah. I used to have because I used the same bank you do, James, as a child. Um, I used to just have a little piece of plastic with like seven numbers written on it. And that was how I got my access to my money at yep. the bank. I handed yep. them my little secret <laughs> plastic <laughs> card with my account number on it, which wasn't very long because they didn't have very many accounts. Yeah. And you probably could have gotten away with just memorizing that seven digit number. And no, tell- I did. I did later yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly. my account number. 
and they might check my ID, but I don't think they did because I was a child. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you memorized your account number, and they were like, well, look at you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here you go, little guy. Here's your money. I did have an ID from a weirdly early age because I went to... Uh, so when I was 11 or 12, something like that, I went on a trip to Washington, D.C. So I had to get my, well, I didn't have to. My mom made me get a California ID at that time because we weren't flying. You were out of state. We were out of state. She had let my passport lapse because I wasn't going out of the country anytime soon. But there was some way they needed to be able to identify this young man. So I had a California ID just weirdly early in hindsight. There's a lot of things in hindsight about how I grew up where it's like, that's not how, uh, yeah, that's. It's that's, like extra preparatory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more than necessary. Uh-huh. Well, that's how she lives her life. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being prepared. It's possible to take it a little bit too far. <laughs> oh, that woman is, has gone far too far. Oh. In every way. She's prepared for everything. I had to take home... I haven't even looked up what this actually is. An advanced directive? Oh, man. Oh, Don't look at boy. It's, it's sad. It'll make you sad. Okay. I'm not going to read it. It's just going to keep it in the envelope that she handed it to me in and put it in my underwear drawer, probably. They make you do that for surgeries. It's basically... Yeah. Basically, what you want to happen after, if in the event of bad shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then she talked me through all the stuff where it was like, and a little thing surprised me. Like, apparently at this point, she wants to be cremated. I'm like, oh. Oh, cool. She's been a staunch Catholic my whole life, so that really, really surprised me. Oh. <laughs> huh. Huh. I'm all for cremation. But me too. But I yeah. just, for her, it surprised me that yeah, she wanted to be cremated. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's yeah. a big expense to, you know, get all that stuff done like you get you're not wrong <laughs> yeah it just it doesn't make it not surprising yeah that, that would be like if my if my mom came up and said oh i want to be cremated and mm-hmm. be like my dad saying it yeah i get that mm-hmm. her saying it uh that would take me back exactly yeah. it would take me back if your mom said it too because i <laughs> know enough about her as well or it's like wait 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 yeah i thought about being donated to science Ooh, see, that's weird. When they did that Bodies Alive or whatever exhibit, I could not go visit it because that was too creepy to me. Oh, man, it's so cool, though. It's so cool. I'm sure it was cool, but I could not get away from the fact that all of those bodies used to be people. Well, the thing that creeped me out the most was that somebody looked at a dead body and was like, you know, I'm going to make you into some art Mm -hmm. real quick. The exploded man was the creepy one. Um, the and the angel was also really, really, really creepy. So the angel, like, was a, a woman, a very thin woman, and they they sliced her spine down the middle and then upwards and made like a weird M shape out of her spine and then pulled it out into angel wings. Mm. Yeah, and I'm like, look, like this person is like a medical doctor now, but like this is like straight psychopathic shit. Like that you're like, I'm going to fucking cut apart dead people and plasticize them. The the man with drawers was also really creepy. Like they, you know, cause they, they explained to you how the plasticization worked mm-hmm. and then, but they cut out like these square drawers of this man and like pulled them out. 
Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's cool, though. But, like, it's uh, it's also kind of creepy. That person really used to have it. opinions about the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that drawer person. The drawer man, yeah. The exploded man was... was like, I had to really sit there and go, like, well, wait a minute. Mm. Like, how many hours did the surgeon, or whatever we're calling this man, this yeah. mutilator of people, like, spend, like, cutting apart every single muscle and every single bone and every single organ and every single blood vessel and just, like, spread them out? out. Oh, see, you're like, focused how- on a different aspect than I am. I'm focused on who the people were. You're focused on who did this to them. Yes. <laughs> yes, because that's what's fucked. That is really fucked. I hadn't it thought is, about that part. <laughs> I mean, know? I don't know. Maybe if you just do it long enough, you're able to distance yourself from. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I know, and I know, someone know. has to like, yeah, Da Vinci getting the bodies from the church and stuff. Like, sure. someone sure. has to, so we can learn stuff. I get that. I don't. It, it, it is an extra level of creepy when it becomes an exhibit that people are paying. Money yeah, to no, I at. would. Yeah. Yeah, that would I would feel weird going to something like that if it seemed like it was being done as like a for profit type thing. Like you're profiting off of the yeah. death of other people. Yeah. Well, and there were like two. It, One of them, like he came about the bodies in a legit way, and the other one didn't. Yeah, or, and see that would like he got that would in be trouble. A question too, like where did the bodies come from? Like it's yeah. one thing if you. Um, or like after you die, your body is getting like donated to a like a medical school to help sure. mm-hmm. like surgeons learn how to do their job so that they can help save people sure. that are still alive. Sure, sure. But if it's just being like bought by some guy that's then gonna <laughs> use or this stolen. to or stolen, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, and this is another aspect of my mother's advanced directive. So I've been an organ donor from the moment that I became a licensed driver. Yeah. She wants to be cremated. She does not want her organs donated. Why? Exactly. So for me, I'm like, well, what the fuck do you care? Yeah. (laughs) It's not like you're going to be buried as a whole person. You're going to be burned up. Maybe get some of those things out and help some people out. If there's anything that's still usable, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yep. Not for her. For me, Hmm. The only hang-up would be, like, the shame. Like, I don't want them to be like, all right, great, here's a liver, and then they cut it out and, like, oh, no, it's got too much fat on it, or it's, it's got too many holes well, in it. Well, yeah, I could see that, but they also, they're they're not going to call the person waiting for the donation yeah. until they got it out, and they go, ooh, this is a good one. That's when they yeah, call the guy who's on the like, list. Like, oh, we got hey. this great liver coming in, and then the next day, oh, sorry, sorry. he drank just, a little bit too yeah. much. But do you still want it? Okay. <laughs> Is it better than yours? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Could you imagine having liver cancer and then getting one of our livers? Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, I've been a, I've, I've been an organ donor, too, but like on the, on the list for it, I haven't donated an organ. I should have worded that better. <laughs> I'm, I'm listed as, as an organ donor if something happens, but yeah. uh, they might as well just mark the liver off that list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a couple organs like that. There's plenty that are fine. Yeah, yeah. You're you getting like enough. A like on your license, like yeah, you can have 
everything except for my liver and kidneys. Yeah, right. liver and kidneys, those are out. My my heart runs a little fast, but it it works fine. Yeah. Oh man. Do you guys know your resting heartbeat? I know mine's high. Mine's very high. Uh, it's been a while since I checked. I think it's it depends what's going on it's between sixty and seventy. Yeah, that's easier. Yeah. I, I should say sixties and seventies. So between sixty and like eighty. Yeah, well, you're healthy. You're a healthy young man because I I live I live around eighty to eighty five. I mean, that's not bad. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, even know. Yeah. How do you test this thing? Um, I used to have a smartwatch before I kind of broke the band. Oh, yeah. Well, so you still have a smartwatch. You just need a new band. I, I, that's one way to look at it. I don't actually know where the watch is at this point. Oh, okay. It kept being no. that I would, like, gesture in in a too wild a fashion, and my watch would just fly off my wrist, and so I got real oh, mad at shit. it. Now I'm saving up for an Apple Watch. Oh, nice. Those are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want one, too. Those are the one thing that make me wish I had already like bought into the Apple universe of stuff. Cause oh, I yeah. haven't seen any Android watches that are quite as good. See, cause you said that and I was just thinking like, wait, I don't think Zach would have much of a use for an Apple watch. Oh yeah. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you get a special app to pair it to your Android. Yeah. 70, <laughs> 75% of what an Apple watch does is be uh, an extension of your phone. Of your and iPhone. make you closer to being Dick Tracy. And make you closer to being Dick Tracy. <laughs> I don't use Siri often enough to really know her her shortcomings or her successes. I hear she's doing well. <laughs> Word on the street. Word on the street. I use her about three times a year, maybe. Oh, boy. <laughs> I often forget that I have her, and then every now and again I'm pleasantly surprised when I'm in the car. And I'm like, hey, Siri, tell me blah, blah. Shut up, you. My phone was just too close to me when I said that. <laughs> hey Siri, what's your favorite color? I looked at my phone for that. Like, she whoa, said, that totally works. What? I didn't. I didn't know that that worked on my phone. I've never used that before. Right? Because <laughs> you don't need to. Because you have Alexa. Apparently, her favorite color is greenish, but with extra dimensions. Because she can see things that we can't. I guess so. Hey Siri, she's being a cheeky bitch. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite color? My favorite color is well, it's sort of greenish, but with more dimensions. Hey, mine's the same. Yeah, the same. I, I always thought that they would like tell different answers based on different. It depends. Some some stock answers like that, they're going to have the same thing because it's they're inserting whatever little joke. Oh yeah. Hey Siri, tell me a joke. Why don't koala bears hang around with all the other bears? Because they don't meet the qualifications. Okie dokie. Ah, shut your face. Stupid ass robot. Now now I'm curious if this works with the lady in a tube. Alexa, what's your favorite color? Oh, she said fuck you and turned off right away. Alexa, Alexa, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? I like ultraviolet. I like ultraviolet. It glows with everything. It glows with everything. Okay, shut up. Okay. Oh, there's likes ultraviolet. Yep. Yeah. I had to circumvent the one in the shop the other day from telling me Jimmy Fallon jokes. Oh. Oh yeah. 
She, uh, yeah, it was like Alexa tell me a joke, and she did. She was like, "My friend Jimmy Fallon wants to tell you a joke," oh. and he liked the spiel. And then she was like, "Do you want Jimmy to keep telling you jokes?" And I was like, mm-mm, "No." And mm-mm. she goes, "Okay, I'll tell you jokes from now on." Good. Oh, that's right. We kind of talked about this because that means that in my house, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Right. Well, for a while, I think there's like a finite period mm-hmm. of time where, like, in a couple of weeks, she might be like, "Oh yeah, Jimmy Fallon wants to tell you another joke." Well, Jimmy Fallon can go to hell. Yeah, stop fucking infiltrating my house, Mr. Fallon. <laughs> Jimmy oh, Fallon. Man. That's making me laugh. I'm going to take a, a small break and go pee, and I'm also going to drink another shop. Ooh, a shop okay. or a shot? Both. Ah. Shop, shop. Got Good it. luck with that. Have fun. Thank you. I'll be back probably. <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Zach, what's your big news this week? What have, what have you been up to? Ah, fuck. What have I been up to? I did something at one point that I was going to mention, but I have since forgotten. Huh. Um, but I didn't do anything interesting. I worked and did nothing. I went to Caps to. This evening with my dad saw this, to dinner. Saw this in your story. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. And I had a nice sour ale, which I know you love. Uh, uh, <laughs> sours and hazies. Yeah, I, I told, I mentioned, because uh, my dad doesn't like them either. I'm like, oh yeah, CJ thinks I'm a monster for thinking sours and hazies are good. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't understand the trend towards it. and uh, But there's They also, still seem like... Oh, go ahead. There's a slight trend right now towards um, reds, which I am happy about. Oh, okay. I haven't seen too many of those, because I do like reds, too. There's just... It's not like... There's... Um, oh, that's fine. It's not like they're they're taking over by any means, but... Plenty of places make sure that they still make a red. And as of right now, like, if if I have no choices, I'm going to get Lagunitas. Also, I like Lagunitas. It's my, it's my go-to beer. But if somewhere has a red, I'm getting that red. I'm kind of almost the same way. Um, just because they're relatively harder to find. Mm-hmm. So even though a lot of times I will prefer, honestly, I really do like hazy. So even if I prefer a hazy, um, if a place has a red, like you said, I'll normally get it because it's like, oh, I don't get this very often. Exactly. It's a little treat. Yeah, exactly. I can go down to, I can, after I get off work, I can grab a 12 pack of hazy IPA from uh, Sierra Nevada and have Mm -hmm. that whenever I want. So it's like it kind of isn't a big deal, but a red is, yeah. But in general, you're not, you're not even finding a red in the store very much. No, exactly, yeah. Unless it's one of the two that are always around, the Firefall and the Red Trolley. Yeah. Otherwise, Jeremiah, like, red, right? Jeremiah or no, uh, Red, right? Or no, Red Well, wait, what was that? What's the, the Jamaican one? You know, like, boo, mean dogs. Hooray, beer. Oh, Red Stripe? Red Stripe. Is that not a red beer? I don't think that's a red beer. 
just has the word red in the I title. Haven't, I haven't tried it in a long time, but I don't think that's a red beer. Jeremiah Red. Who does Jeremiah Red again? BJ's. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what I get when I go to BJ's. That's right. God, it's been a long time since I've been to BJ's. And if Valley Brew has their Indian Red, I'll get that. They don't commonly. I don't know why they make the beer. Now that since Valley Brew has gotten back into making beer, I don't know why they make the beer in the ratios that they do because obviously it's not working. They make all their beer in equal amounts. They get rid of. But people don't like beer equally. But people don't like beer equally. They people don't like their goddamn triple IPA because it's bad. And so every time they make their beer in equal amounts, and then. They sell out of all of the other beers except for the triple IPA, and then they're just sitting there with the triple IPA trying to push it on people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. maybe you just take one month as a sample and be like, oh, yeah. only three people drink triple IPA. Exactly. Let's make one third of this. Yeah, sometimes if I hate myself, I get one. Mm. Just because I'm like, I want to just, you know, bitter it up. But sure. yeah, I would never say that. I it's good. <laughs> yeah, whenever they're I've never out. had a triple IPA that I would actually like buy a six pack of. Yeah, see exactly. I have this but I'm very specific about my beer. I like this and not that and there's very little that I like. I go to Taps and they've got 24 different Taps and I am only interested in even trying about 4. <laughs> yeah, agreed. There's a lot of people who are like, I don't even know what to choose because it all looks good. And it's like, no, it, it doesn't. <laughs> Do you like beer, sir? Yeah. Do you drink beer on a regular? Yeah. Or are you just talking out of your ass right now? Because no. Yeah. It's incorrect. It does not all look good. You don't like a stout the same as you like an IPA. I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. And whenever whenever they're pushing the beers at me that I don't like, it just reminds me of when I buy something at Barnes & Noble and I have to say no thank you 11 times in a row while I'm checking out. <laughs> That's why I don't fucking go there anymore. Use Amazon instead of Barnes yeah. & Noble. Do you, are you a member? No. Would you like to become one? No, thank you. Would you yeah. like to <laughs> sign up for this? No. Are you sure? It's very, it's very uh, quick. No, no, thank you. Look, I'm here one time a year when mm -hmm. I have to buy a gift for my mom or my wife. Yeah. Fucking shut your mouth. Yeah. I, even, I had one lady get a little self-conscious the last time I was there, and she just kind of went, y y you know, I have to ask. And I was like, no, it's fine. You can keep asking me. I'm going to keep telling you no thank you. Um, mostly I want to just buy this. So if you could tell me the total, <laughs> that would be stellar. There's this one item that I'd like to purchase. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mostly, I'd like to just buy this. So. <laughs> Wasn't expecting a whole conversation. It'd be really cool if you just let me pay for this. <laughs> please, please, can I buy this? Just take my money, you motherfucker. But we can save you 5%. Like, no, 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 no. Well, Barnes & Noble's really feeling that hurt of the Amazon, because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but most of the store is now toys and games. Yes. Uh, I did notice that the last time I was in there. I went in there uh, about, maybe about a year ago, and I kind of looked around for a bit. Cause I, no, it wasn't quite a year ago. It was probably about eight or nine months ago when I first started trying to use Amazon less. And I went in there, and after about ten minutes, I changed my changed my thing from I'm not going to use Amazon um, hardly at all to 
I will only use Amazon for to order books and a couple other things because <laughs> it was just not good at all. Yeah, I think that's fair. I totally think that's fair. I was in Target yesterday, and I noticed that the new cash grab that the companies are trying to do in order to because all of these major companies just don't know what to do with the new streaming model of life. So they're re-releasing just known-to-be-classic albums on vinyl, hoping that oh, really? they get people <laughs> to get excited again. Hey, guys, remember when we were good? Remember when we liked coming here for yeah. this sort of stuff? So at Target right now, if you want, they have more than this, but these are the two that I sort of like locked into my memory. You can go and buy on vinyl um, Dark Side of the Moon and Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> Animal, man. In a fucking that, Target. Fucking kids nowadays crazy. are like, hey, this is amazing. Yeah, fucking no. bitch. This used to just be our lives. Well, and both, I mean, let's talk about Smells Like Teen Spirit. Because I think that mostly came out on tapes and CDs. I'm sure yeah, it wasn't even a, yeah. was vinyl. It was probably vinyl, but it was like the mediums were moving past that at this. Yeah, point. no one really wanted vinyl anymore at that point. They just wanted their tapes or their CDs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that is it's, it's interesting. You bring up um, them being hit hard by the streaming thing because it just reminds me of um, like comparing at the very least the trinity parkway target before and after the little free model mm-hmm. like their um like uh dvd blu-ray section went yeah. from like six like <clears throat> small aisles to like one and a half mm-hmm. it's just, just the things crazy. we're pretty sure they could sell like new releases basically uh-huh. yeah and yeah, yeah. It, and like i don't know if there's any music anymore i might be on one of those Aisles they have already. some, they have some, and the but mostly they have vinyl, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, because they know that. <laughs> I mean, people aren't. I mean, oh, yeah, you're almost never gonna buy a physical, like yeah. DB, like a CD anymore. I mean, well, I think we've talked about this. Where I'm buying now, my new. Th- I'm. I say like I'm doing this all the time. I did it once, and I plan to do it again <laughs> if this guy ever makes another album. But I bought a vinyl album specifically because and I bought it online through his store and it got mailed to me but I bought a vinyl album because it's an artist that I like and I want to support and I know that it's hard for artists to make money on the streaming model and so for him it was it was more like you are someone that I like and I'm going to listen to this a lot on Spotify I want you to get the most money out of this but I want you to get more money out of me so you're going to make 2 cents every time I listen to your album on Spotify but also I'm going to spend 20 bucks and buy your album and you'll get most of that Yeah I've done that before with like um uh, some like low budget like horror movies that I saw like streaming on like Netflix first Oh sure and it's like I'm gonna watch this almost entirely on Netflix when I want to rewatch it, but it's like the small studio. And if I actually spend the twenty bucks to buy it, then it's actually going to help them. Yeah, I bought the vinyl because it looks good on my bookshelf, but I might as well. It was the same price. I could have just bought the CD and then thrown the CD away, and still felt just as good about the whole process. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, when I do it, I normally just end up buying a, di- a digital copy um, of something 
just because I'm just it's a way to give them like money. Mm-hmm. I thought most CDs now came with the digital like downloadable yes. copy. They do yeah. tend to, and pretty much every Blu-ray it's been I've ever years. seen does. Because people were it's been getting years mad. since I bought the CD. People Blu-ray. were getting mad that that with their iTunes they would buy the CD and then it was like it was still too complex to add the CD to their iTunes library and have it be part of their iTunes library that they had maybe purchased through iTunes kind of <laughs> stuff. So now like you buy the CD and then you also get some kind of a code so that you get it through iTunes. Yeah. The CD was supposed to be the easier of the fucking mediums. Right. Right. It doesn't have all the fucking scratches of the tape and everything like, and now people are like, Oh, this isn't easy enough. Right. I want to be able to, which I do all the time, shout into the air what I want to hear and have it <laughs> happen. <laughs> the next step, I think, in that sort of shit, because we're in the future, essentially. I think the next step is everybody else doesn't have to listen to it, too. That would be good. I have Direct into your brain. I have what I think a lot of people have in my brain, which is um, I know that my taste in music is unimpeachable. So I don't mind if you hear what I'm listening to. <laughs> right. Uh, there, Mine there. is completely impeachable. <laughs> I listen to fucking pirate music and sea shanties and like Irish folk music. And like it takes a certain kind of person to be cool with more than two of those in a row. Right. Well, yes. See, this is this is what I've been. I've been running into this in the shop at SCT <laughs> with having other people there. If it was just me there, there's a very different trend in music I would be playing since there's more than me there I have to adjust what I want to hear a little bit I'm still playing music only music that I want to hear because mostly I'm there first in the morning so we get to listen to my music all day but um, but I it's not exactly everything because you're right the Irish folk music gets a little old for uh, for people who aren't into it <laughs> If it was me and James in the shop, I would just open Spotify and hit Your Daily Makes One, and we would both be very happy all day long. Yeah, and we'd be dancing <laughs> jigs instead of fucking yeah. drilling rigs. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> Unfortunately, I work with a, with a woman who's 20 years older than me, and she wears a lot of Dark Side on the Moon t-shirts. But ah. randomly likes a lot of, like, 90s hip-hop. She's pretty... That that playlist I put on, and I was surprised that she kept it on. She's she's super into it. She, well, I mean, think about it. She's born in um 70, so when 90s hip-hop was right. in full swing, she was, like, 25. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But... Yeah, her, she like there, there's a lot of like the indie music I listen to. She's like, oh, I love this band. Like Dawes comes on or something. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Listening to Dawes? <laughs> Who are you? Ah, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't quite get a bead on her. Like, cause she's from like fucking Minnesota, right, or something like that. She's like, from upstate New York. Her her dad is from Wisconsin. Okay. And so That's she the, has that little lilt to her voice, that little Wisconsin lilt, but uh Yeah. Yeah, she's from New York. Okay. Well that I mean that's cool though. But like Yeah, I I, I don't know. <laughs> she's an interesting <laughs> lady. She is a very interesting lady. So so you hear that if you're listening to the show cowork uh <laughs> we're directly talking about you and your music preference. Hello. We appreciate you. Hi, Val. You do. Hi. Hello. 
You can say her name because she's not listening. Yeah, I mean she won't, and she won't. From from she, what I hear, she may like years down the road and be like that little bitch said my name <laughs> on air in front of ten people. Gwen, God damn him, Gwen Chicone. <laughs> Gwen Chicone. I'm gonna start putting that name in the programs, and and our marketing person is not gonna know that that's not a real person. Just like as a special thanks or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she won't know anything. I'm still she the will. technical designer. I'll bet you I'll be the technical designer on the next show, and I'll get a bio yep. too. Mm-hmm. Even though Does she copy pasted it. Yep. I haven't earned it. <laughs> we Zach, we have this because the program for a show is like it's a big thing, and there's a lot of information in there, and this woman does not proofread it all. Nope. Oh, no. She wants the stage manager to do her job for her. Yeah. Oh, no. And so for the show, not the one that's on stage right now, but the last one, she, like, included me in show staff, which I wasn't, and she invented some role for me that isn't a real job. <laughs> and so we were all like, that was super weird. Why'd you do that? She's like, oh, whoops. And then on this show where I had a real job, I didn't get credited as that job i got credited as the made-up job that she made up for the last show (laughs) which is technical designer and that doesn't mean anything it doesn't exactly exist that's just two words that's not that's not a job so i I remain the technical designer and so for the the next show i don't have a part in the staff of the show but probably i'm going to be in the program as technical designer oh my god and I just, I don't know what to do with her. There's nothing you can do, man. No. Like she's like her, the nature of her job has moved past her capabilities. Like marketing is now largely social media and computers. And she, she's yeah. of an age where that's not quite, you know, yeah. applicable for her. Yeah. But my stance has been like every chance I get, I let her know that she's more than welcome to come to rehearsal and do this shit herself <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of relying on somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, I, and I'm, I'm super nice about it. At least I think I am. But like Jenny says that I'm being cheeky most of the time, but I'm like, look, like I, it is her job and she is allowed and she is able to, and she just doesn't. Yep. She, she puts it on me or whoever the next stage manager is going to be. Right. So, that's my stance. So, oh yeah, why don't you come on down anytime? We're here Monday through Friday. Yeah, you know? yeah. She likes to Zach. She likes to place it on the shoulders of other people. Well, they were supposed to proofread it. Yeah, the problem well, is that she's always so late with things that she'll hand people a copy to proofread, and it needs to be at the printers in an hour. Oh right. lord! And so they're like, oh, oh, and they're like, <laughs> people that are artistic was doing tons and tons of other shit mm-hmm. yeah he's like okay and he's like he's like rushing through it and trying to make sure and largely it's correct but if you spend a tiny bit more time with it, you're like wait a minute why is that person listed as co-choreographer who else is choreographing yeah there's one she choreographer the wrong she put the wrong person in a program before for a ripcord the, oh the wrong the, picture the wrong picture. So she put the correct bio. The, the person's name was Elizabeth, but she put a picture of a person whose name is Sharon as Elizabeth. Elizabeth so is a white woman, and Sharon to... is a black woman. That yes. sort of added and to it. So she had to go back and like put, put like sticker. sticky pictures. Yeah, a sticker of the correct Elizabeth over it. Which that's is... an, I, 
Maybe I'm going to just start doing that. I'm going to start giving Sharon a bio in yeah. every show that I do. <laughs> and this is See why she fucking she's not allowed to order, even though it's cheaper, she's not allowed to order the entire month's run of programs anymore. She has to order them one week at a time. Because, because she'll fuck it up and mm-hmm. she's got to fucking make corrections. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. She was sitting there putting stickers of a white woman over pictures of a black woman in like a oh, thousand no. programs. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> and it ended up working out okay, but like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. She, the the guy who designed sound for the show, his name is Craig, mm-hmm. and it got in the the program as a guy named Rich. Mm-hmm. Both fat white guys, so that's kind of an understandable like mistake, but like, Florida. not really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have offered a couple of names of people that would do a better job at the program and the social networking. Oh yeah, who? Uh, you know, some certain people that we other can talk about off offline, but um, other people. But so we like we'll see. I've offered the names. It's just like, listen, I know people who can do this and who have done this many times. Right. You could get rid of this woman who's not good. Could, won't, could. Mm-hmm. And the because we we've talked about this several times. The the pay that they're offering is it's not like the the people who have those actual skills like mm-hmm. are worth more than the pay that they pay this lady. Yes, you know. So it's kind of a a broken machine, as it were. Right. So if they want an actual like, it needs to become a full time job. Like a full time paid like salary position, and then that person needs to just not have any excuse. Mm-hmm. They need to be at all rehearsals, and they need to be at all the fucking events in Stockton, and they need to like actually become a marketing person. Right. Right. There was one several marketing directors ago. There was one program where I was listed as three different names. <laughs> <laughs> they were all technically my name. I like to be listed in a program <laughs> as Christopher C.J. Martin. Right. So one point I was listed as Christopher C.J. Martin. Another point I was C.J. Martin. Another point I was Chris Martin. And just in like in all these different places because it's like here's a list of the cast and then like here's the bios and then here's this and here's that. So anyway, <laughs> the next I, – I got so mad at that that after that – the next time I did a show and I was filling out my little bio form, I wrote – Please get my personal information correct. Oh, see, I would have gone the other way. Well, well, I just, I just wanted him to get my name right, and so then he sends me this terse email that just—it's like two sentences, and it's just like, I have the right to edit the program as I see fit. Cool, but my name shouldn't be editable. Exactly. (laughs) So I wrote him back like the six-paragraph email that I, I blind carbon copied several like higher ups at the theater on so he didn't know that they all got this email too so that they could see the first email from him too and I was just like listen my payment for all of the work that I do when I'm in these shows is I get a round of applause and I get my name in print and so every time that you get my fucking name wrong I'm only getting half the compensation of the rest of the people on stage (laughs) And just, uh, and I tore him a new one about like maybe maybe um, 
part of it was also like, is it maybe your name doesn't mean anything to you, but I have an heirloom right. name. I'm named after my father. So when you screw up my name, you're, you're like, I, I, I got real deep in this. It's like, you are, are, oh boy. <laughs> um, insulting the memory of my father and just down to all kinds well, the, of stuff. The fucking gall of a person to be like, I can edit this however I see fit. Yeah. Like, okay, everybody is named fucking Bobo the Clown now, mm-hmm. bitch. No. No, that's, that's not, not how this, this works. And this so, is not where we fucking go here. So then I got, the next time I went into the office, I got from from the artist director at the time, he was like, uh, you okay? And I was like, well, he he's being shitty at me, so I decided that I was going to just end that. And he goes, yeah, you to guarantee you that is ended. He's not doing that anymore. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Motherfucker. I can edit it however I want. <laughs> Your name is Toby. Yeah. Is what he was essentially telling <laughs> That's exactly telling you. right. That's what. <laughs> and I'd had a few drinks, but I just, just sat there. I just remember sitting there and just being so steamed because I get that way. Apparently, this is a family. This is a Martin trait where you just get real steamed and you just start making decisions you wouldn't make otherwise. And you just sit in that <laughs> anger for hours. And I was just sitting yep. there and I was just going, oh boy. and I'm just typing out this motherfucking email to this guy. Oh. <laughs> I did a little bit of that reactionary Facebook responding. Fucking with, with regards to the fire escape. I was like, look, like henceforth, the shit is off limits. Like, it's, you know, I'm not blaming anybody, but I'm saying, like, this door was broken and no one told me about it. So I couldn't fucking tell the proper people, like, no more going out of this door. And then one of the fucking cast members was like, well, I'm sorry, but I don't think it's anybody in the cast. Like, I watch that door all the time. And I was just like, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I shouldn't have. I should not have sunk to the level of, like, responding on Facebook. But I was like, no, like, first of all, you don't fucking watch this door all the time. <laughs> like, it's somebody going out of this door at intermission. You know, and I was like, this has been happening for a while, but like, also, like, <laughs> the uh, she she said maybe it could have been an audience member, and she didn't think that it was anyone in the in the cast or the crew. And I was like, nope, <laughs> sorry, that is incorrect. Like, the audience doesn't go up that way. And when they try to, we have people on headsets that I'm like, hey, there's audience members going out, fucking stop them. Mm-hmm. Zach, someone broke one of the emergency exit doors, just one of these panic bar doors the panic bar was oh, broken shit. but then no one told anyone about it so then we were like oh, wait no. when did this happen and so so for me and and my assistant the woman we were talking about earlier we were like what what the hell why didn't anybody tell us this and i so i was like i am pretty sure no one told key and so i checked with him and he's like no oh, no no one told me about what and so it just came down to like hey if you break it just tell someone yeah and also stop Stop going out this fucking door. Mm-hmm. It's for fire exits only. <laughs> like it's an emergency door. Like it's not just for you to go out and smoke, you bitches. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point <laughs> of this door. Yeah, and so I had to like, and I included that in my response, which was reactionary to this lady. Like, look, the point of this post wasn't to shame anyone or to say, you know, to point the blame. It's just a reminder. And a request to fucking report any issues, right? And so, and then one guy was like, "Well, I go out there all the time to smoke," and I was like, "Well, thank you, at least for validating my fucking concerns that it was somebody in the cast." Yeah. But like, he was like, "But it wasn't broken when I came back," and I was like, "Well, <laughs> okay, oh that part remains to be seen." But at least somebody admitted to fucking going out there. But even then, that wasn't the point. Just no more going out there, and tell me when shit breaks. Yeah. 
That's an adult. Like, if you break something, cop to it, man. Like, we're not going to be like, oh, fuck you, get out of here. Yeah. We're going to be like, oh, thanks for telling me, don't go out that door anymore. Yep. You know, like, it's different than. <laughs> like, I don't know how it came from. I have no idea how it got there. Whatever. Yeah. It's fixed now. One of the uh, the <laughs> cast members in this show is 16. She's also cast in the next show, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun for the next director slash stage manager. Uh, so today we are about 30 minutes away from the show starting, and she's not here. She hasn't done her mic check at all, and I'm like, the fuck is that happening? Like mm-hmm. somebody came and told me, like, yeah, she's not here, and I was like, okay. So when I go and, I, like, I'm trying to call her or text her, and, like, it's nothing's going through, and then somebody was like, oh, yeah. Chad, this other guy in the cast is talking to her, and she apparently just woke up. <laughs> oh lord! Right, and I'm like, okay, like oh, yeah, you're young. Boy. So the excuse that she gave was she thought today was Saturday. Okay. Which, like, okay, I've been there. Like, especially when you don't have school anymore to tell you what day of the week you're in. Like, I understand that. Oh yeah, when I was sixteen, I'd have done that all the time. Mm. Right, but like the the first rule is you tell your state manager. Don't right? tell Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Stop like, yeah. calling Chad. So Chad actually called her and woke her up. Ah. <laughs> so, oh, but, shit. And, which is fine. But then Chad proceeded to stay on the phone with her mm. for 15 minutes. And so the, when I called her, it didn't answer because she was on the phone with Chad. And oh, I'm no. like, hey, like, fucking call me next time. We can make adjustments. It's not yeah. the end of the fucking world, but like, let me know. Let your yeah. stage manager, not, not even just me, let your next stage manager know so that we can make adjustments accordingly, mm-hmm. right? Let, yeah, let the actual people in charge know. Right, <laughs> don't let fucking Chad be the one to fucking, you know. So, yeah. Chad was on the phone with her and he was like, well, no, because she this, and I was like, no, no. No, because like she, like what? As soon as you woke her up, she should have been like got off the phone and like called me and mm-hmm. like hey, I'm on my way. Yeah, it should have been. Oh shit, I gotta go. Yep. And then like a quick text or call to whoever's in charge, being like, I'm sorry, I got up late. I'll be there as soon as I can. Yeah, and exactly. then Chad goes, well, and I heard her like like breathing really hard and having like a mini panic attack, so I didn't want her driving. And I was like, no, mm. none of that. Like, don't just tell her not to drive, not to fucking come here, right? Like, yes, calm down. Like, it's not the end of the world, but fucking let a grown-up know what is happening. <laughs> Stay on the phone with Chad for fucking 20 minutes while I get ready and run down <laughs> to the theater. It's fine. Fucking Chad. Goddamn Chad. <laughs> you guys are too young to probably remember. Do you remember the whole, like, debacle about, like, the hanging Chad's? Oh what? yeah, yeah. The two thousand, the two thousand presidential election, and the with Florida. Yeah, yeah. You don't remember the sec? Yeah, if you Google it, you'll see. It's it was when they had to do all the recounts in Florida. They didn't know whether or not to um, count these fucking ballots with what they called hanging Chad, where someone had maybe not ripped it out of the whatever little book. Uh, so because cleanly enough. Back then, you had to do a, it was a punch system. Yeah. So it was like a, a Scantron, but instead of like marking it in a full circle, you had to like punch through it. Oh, and, and it so was when the, the punch didn't fully come out, if it was still yes. kind of hanging there. Yes. And so it was a, they, the, the term was developed as a hanging chad because it was still there, but it wasn't getting read as the, the vote for yeah. it being punched because it was hanging. So it was a hanging chad. So it counted 
clearly, because that would be an anti-vote, and it would count for the fucking Bush. <laughs> yeah, it all came down to hanging Chad. That's why we had Bush for eight years. Huh. That's right, because some people were arguing that that meant that the person had decided they didn't want to make that vote. That's why they oh, didn't do a clean God. hole. And other people were like, no, they're just going chunk, 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 chunk. Here's my vote. Yeah. Right. And the machine it was didn't... fucking faulty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been using that term for a long time, hanging Chad. Hanging Chad. Hearing. This... Oh, my God. What a weird way to do it. Like, <laughs> it makes me very happy that. I can just get my ballot mailed to me and I can fill out little bubbles like and then send it back in and not have to worry about all that shit and then verify online that it was received. As recently as 2012, I think that was the last time that I went down to a polling place to actually vote. I've never had to go down to a polling place. Even then it was just it was the exact same as the as the mail vote where it was just you just fill in a bubble. Yeah. But so my question to you is, hmm. like, so yes, it'll tell you that your vote's been received, but will it tell you what you voted on? How do you know that it's been read correctly? Oh, you don't. You don't, yeah. You have to trust the system, the faulty system. Yeah. But if you went down there and, like, filled out a paper one, too, you you wouldn't be able to tell either. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I mean. It just like CJ said, trusting the system and the people involved. Uh-huh. I mean, just hoping against hope. Yeah, James, are you a vote by mail guy? Uh, so I would be, but I only this past year uh, completed the actual registration, like switch over. Oh. So like I, it never it it kept going to Jenny's parents' house because mm-hmm. I lived there right when we got married. Uh, and, uh, they would never tell me about it in time. Oh, they would just come like after the fact and be like, Hey, you got mail. And I'm like, great. Like the elections were like two months ago. I could have used this thing a lot sooner. Right. And so, but finally I I went down to the the church that was by, you know, our house collectively. And, uh, I signed in, signed up to get a new vote by mail and, and change my registration to, my current address so we'll see see how it goes next year nice yeah for for uh if anyone if either you two don't know and if anyone listening doesn't know you can actually for california go online and yes update all that. it's true oh interesting yeah i actually that i got two ballots this last election oh whoops <laughs> because does that yeah. count as two votes well i mean i don't know what would happen i shredded the the one with my old address on it, but because um, you're a responsible, goddamned American, <laughs> and don't want to go to jail. No, <laughs> are, <laughs> are, are you committing fraud? voter fraud, or does the winner of that thing is the one that commits election fraud? Or it, voter fraud? If, if you like knowingly vote twice, you're committing like, yeah. election fraud. In fact, I think there was some story where someone did it by accident in, like, Texas, and they got put in jail for, like, 10 years. It Ooh. was crazy. Yeah. What if you, you vote for the opposite of everything, though, and then it just cancels out? It just cancels out? <laughs> I don't yeah. know, James. If you want to try, I'll let, I'll let you try and get back to us. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to try. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to die on that hill. I just want to know. <laughs> It's Yeah, it's an interesting thought experiment, but not something that you yeah, anyone... 
that I know would want to actually like try to just get the results of it. Apparently, California is a very permissive state when it comes to vote by mail, where it's not as common in other states. And I don't. I just now that I've done it for long enough, I can't think of any other way. I would hate it. Yeah, I hear horror stories about some states where it's like they close some polling stations, so you end up having to wait like three hours in line yeah. to do it. Well, but beyond that, I love just sitting in my home and being able to sort of stretch out with all my information in front of me and mm-hmm. and just vote in a way that feels more informed mm-hmm. than writing things down on a cheat sheet and wandering into a voting booth. Oh, yeah. No, I spend like literally like hours. When yeah, I vote same. Over the course of several days, like using every resource I have, especially for like any sort of like uh, – ballot like initiatives and stuff yeah do it do, i you gotta do your research because there's gonna be real actual pros and cons especially when you get down to the county and city level oh yeah that, especially that yeah because that affects like your everyday life mm-hmm. so much so much yeah. and they they get really tricky like the, the way that they word stuff on, like, on oh you love ballot, yeah. firemen right so vote on this bill but Actually, what that's saying is, you know, we're going to fucking cut firemen overtime and we're going to cut, you know, bastards. Yeah. And yeah that, was, why. that was bigger oh, in the ahead. early 2000s. Where they would name things like the Global Harmony Act, but it would be about putting more tar in cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. No, I when it comes to voting, I don't pay attention to like the name of the ballot hardly at all. I go, OK, here or the name of the whatever it is, it, you know, OK, here is number one on the list i'm going to look at the names or i'm going to look at what it's about and then i'm going to look up any sort of information i can regarding if it's you know uh, an election an election for like a a position like mayor you know Mm -hmm. look up everyone running what they've done in the past all that if it's you know, like a ballot initiative, look up the pros and cons on either side from as neutral sources as I can get. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I would hate if I, and I mean, I guess if you did um, voted in person, you could like look at what was on the ballot beforehand. And yeah, you could do kind that. of do it beforehand. Like yeah. look how you're going to vote. But I don't know. I just, like you said, I like being able to sit at home and relax and do it all. Yeah. And I liked like like my my wife wasn't someone who was a big voter before she she um got with me. And so now I also part of part of getting ready to vote is that I go through everything with her and I try to I try my best to just like keep all my actual feelings out of it. Yeah. And <laughs> just be like this is what this is. And, and this, this is what, what yeah, it's sort of explain it. This is what this is and a vote yes does this and a vote no does this. Because it because it means more to me, so I have spent more time distilling the information from my own brain. So I I feel like I'm doing her a service. I hope she's voting on more issues than before. I think. I mean, voting just such a like important thing in everyday life, especially for local issues. Oh God, you can just skip everything from the state level up, and you would be really making a difference. Yeah, See, especially I if you're informing you yourself. But I, but I personally don't believe that voting on the grand level 
does anything until the electoral college goes away. I think it doesn't do a goddamn thing. Oh, especially in California. Only yeah. California makes some. They, like it doesn't really matter what vote you cast. Right. When it came to the presidential election, We're, I just knew I I I have a personal policy that I don't vote against anyone or anything. I only vote for things because in, in my brain, a vote is a positive thing. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to vote for Hillary Clinton because I don't like Donald Trump kind of stuff. I want to vote. But, but that's for where it's her. fucked because, yeah. because a non-vote was still a vote for Trump. Well, it, but not, not really in California. California. <laughs> Just didn't fucking matter in California. Yeah. I voted for Gary Johnson. Um, I'll proudly say to anybody who, who cares to listen, I, I voted for Gary Johnson. I knew he wasn't going to win, but when it came down to things that I was for, that was the only candidate that I actually had things that right. I agreed but, with. But, uh, but that's what I'm saying. It didn't actually register as a vote for Gary Johnson. Like, it didn't matter. It's not like people were like, okay, well, we have 600 people voting for Gary Johnson. It was a negative vote. Yep. And it ended up going towards fucking well, no, but it well, didn't matter I mean, because our all the electoral, electoral votes area. in California went for Hillary Clinton, anyways. Yeah. So it didn't right. really matter every single how you one of voted them. in California. It like there was enough people voting for Hillary Clinton that it didn't really matter the other people that voted for other candidates. I could have voted for Winnie the Pooh, which is a which is a thing I learned <laughs> one year. Can we do that? Uh, my my mom's a big Winnie the Pooh fan. So you, you can like write in, yeah. Well, they, and there's a write in thing, but my mom's a big Winnie the Pooh fan, and so one year for Christmas, I was in Superior Thrift, and I happened to see this really nicely framed, like, nice picture that said Winnie the Pooh for president, with all ah. kinds of like people holding up signs behind him, and they were just signs. All the signs were just names of different states. And so I did a little research on that, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it turns out every year Disney picks a different character to um, rally people to write in as well, – not every year, every four years. They rally – they have people rally to write in different big Disney characters. It's most often your your big ones, your Mickey Mouse, your Winnie the Pooh, your Goofy kind of stuff – and so this was something made by Disney from one year, and it was part of their promotional, like, right in Winnie the Pooh this year for president. <laughs> what happens, though, if they get enough fucking people to do that? Right? This yeah. Is, this I... has happened. <laughs> like, does Jim Cummings then have to go and fucking voice the president? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, this is a classic Bodie McBoatface kind of scenario. Yeah, I imagine yeah. realistically if they had it, they'd almost have to have a another election or like a well, runoff sure. or yeah, something. Yeah, because that's not yeah. a real person. There's nobody exactly, out there who's yeah. is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I yeah, think well, that when when it does happen, the system finally breaks. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, well, we're, we're going to give you, you know, fucking democracy 2.0. And it's not going to actually be any I mean, of that. That would just be so hard to do. You'd have to get so many people on board with Yes. Right. And looking at the results of the California um, 2016 presidential election, the highest write-in total um, looks like uh, 79,000 people wrote in Bernie Sanders. Mm. And so that's, you know, 79,000 sounds like a lot of people. Not in California. But that's 0.56% of the votes in California. Well, I mean, they, I mean in, so I, that's like nothing. I mean, all the, all the write-ins put together were like... 
essentially nothing. Just as far as the population of Stockton, not assuming, like, let's say that every single person who's a part of the population of Stockton is a voter. 79,000 people is one-fifth? It, yeah, it's sure. like a nothing number. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nothing number, just in our city. Yeah. Well, the more that we move towards digital stuff, like, I feel like that can be, you know, now, I mean, now, this is probably going to sound weird, and I'm a little fucking more alcohol to the wind than I should be. <laughs> but, like, what if voting became mandatory? And what if everything was done digitally? And, like, if you're an adult over the age of 18 and you're a citizen, you must cast your vote. And that way everything can be tallied and it can be correct. But that can be a form of protest by not voting. And so you'd be getting, right. you'd be ridding people of some of their rights by forcing them to vote. Well, right. Exactly. But maybe then you'd have to be like, okay, well, plead the fucking fifth and, and say that you're protesting by not voting. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that could be that could be an aspect. But that really sounds like a police state. The other thing yeah. I've I've seen too, um, like in combination with the um, going off what James was saying with for, uh, kind of making voting like a mandatory thing is on each ballot adding an option to select none of the above. Ooh, that would be sure. good. That like no really con, good. like no confidence or something like that. Yeah, that way you could still protest, but you could. You so could. then, does that just take that vote out of the total votes counted? Uh, right. So, like, I, what would that do? I think Don't that that know. would be a, uh, another category, and maybe it would be something that they would have to revisit. The fact that it would definitely more people wanted none of the options. Yeah. Like, like this is especially true when when you look at things like school board and stuff when you're voting on that kind of stuff, because sure. often it's somebody who is running unopposed. And sometimes someone who's running unopposed is someone I don't agree with. Yeah, but, but like, the, where's the other fucking choice? Well, like, if, if you had, not up to me to to supply another choice, but I can disagree with the choice that's there. Right, but then what does that do? So, say like like eighty percent of people disagree with the choice that's there. Now what? Now right, say fifty one percent of people disagree with the choice that's there, but we haven't provided an alternate. Now what? I think now we revisit. Now we do another primary in June or something, and we like reopen the race okay i'm trying to remember if other countries have that option i i think there's some european countries that they might either have that option or something similar and they've actually gone like a couple years without like an active um like government and things are just kind of running an autopilot while they try to get things together because i think a lot of times if the no confidence wins then it just leads to another round of elections. Sure, yeah, you just don't fill that position because if nobody actually wants to be represented by that person, then they shouldn't be represented by that person. I could be wrong, though. I don't know nearly enough about like um, <laughs> um, civic law and election law and all mm. that. Well, and pretty soon, again, with the, the like vastly increasing digital era, like, what if what if the third option presents itself as a fucking computer to govern, right? Like, not the the computer's not making choices, but the computer is, is making laws based on the choices of the users, right? Hmm. Not, not that I'm saying. Again, I think we're a I'm long way away from this. That, but I'm yeah. saying, I don't know that we're that long away. Like maybe fifteen I mean, twenty years before yeah. we have the the capability of a computer. You know, because it's just about servers. 
It's just about making the, the if the servers connect, then if enough users are, are able to fucking connect to the servers and write their fucking choices in, you know what I mean? Computers still can't yeah. figure out the fact that even though I just bought an instant pot, it makes me the least likely candidate to buy another one, so they should stop showing me ads for them. Agreed. Agreed. Though, I mean, there are computers that would be able to. It just, the ad. Right, but they're tasked with other stuff for NASA and Jeopardy. (laughs) Jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I I see what you're saying. I mean, I I think that, I mean, technically, within 50 years, you can. I mean, right now, I think if you put enough money into it, you could already have a computer that could basically do the job of any one, any single profession in the country that sure. wasn't. Sure, sure. I mean, we're not quite there maybe with manual labor type stuff. But Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think coming. a computer could do my job. Yeah, but in, in, uh, in I mean, enough years, computers I mean, could, though. They'd have to be right? real specific. I mean, and they'd have to we be have 3D people. printers. We do have 3D printers. Yeah, and I'm not saying we're there yet, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a conversation that, like, right, the society needs to have. Well, and that's the thing just just changing the training of the user of the input, right? Like, if if once that upgrades, then the actual product of the computer can upgrade too. Like, once the programming interface goes up, and like it becomes like you know, because now because that's where the problem lies right now is like it's capable. We have the computer capability of doing doing all this stuff but like it takes like a, a genius level computer engineering to program that into the computer or right? the computers can do it but how do you as the person get the computer to know that's what it needs to do right so once the algorithm is set forth then it just sort of knows that it can do that right right and it just builds upon that i don't know i'd like to see a computer find that staple i found on thursday evening <laughs> I mean, scanners and compute like we're not that far off. Like, yes, like that was that was an amazing find, and that has changed my life so much. <laughs> so, it's, so one of the now doors on, on a set piece wasn't able to close all the way, and it was just sticking out. It was sticking out for the longest time, and I thought that it was warped and that it was bent. And so I asked him to take a look at it, and he looked at it, and he he like essentially rebuilt the door and he made it nice but it still wouldn't close all the way and then finally randomly he found like a half an inch staple that was just sticking out in the middle of the door jam that was preventing the door from closing <laughs> oh, all the way like how, who would have even thought to That's look there awesome. yeah yeah right. but so he just he looked there and he noticed it and he took it out and the door works fucking marvelously now yeah right but i mean you know, computers can see in infrared and they can see in magnetic wavelengths and they can see, like, it might have been easier for a computer had it known to look for that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's just, but I, I there's that, there was that test that was going around for a while about, um, you take the test to find out how in danger your job is of, of replacing you with a computer. And, um, I'm, I'm really on the far end of that. Oh yeah, scale. no, yeah. yeah. Sp- specifically, my work. Just because, yeah, have like, what you're doing would have to be, skills, yeah, yeah. It'd have to be so, such a specific job. I haven't I taken mean, tests, but I'm imagining I'm not see. that far off. The literal, the only thing that prevents a computer from doing my job is the ability to tell whether or not a person is lying. James, what is your job title? 
Uh, I am an intake eligibility worker for the general assistance program and also for food stamps and for Medi-Cal. So would you be eligibility interviewer government programs? Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. So let's see on willrobotstakemyjob.com. You're at 70%. So they might, right? So within the next, what, 10 years? You're pre- it's pretty likely. Right. Well, now, will they? So, yes, they could take it, but will they perform it with the same accuracy that I perform it? Probably not. But 70% probability of automation. Uh, I don't know. So, let's see. Yeah. Zach, I think you're probably pretty high as well. I'm probably not quite. Oh, actually, as high no. You're at as 1%. Replacing, really? As a pharmacist? Pharmacists are at 1%. Pharmacy techs, I'm sure, are at like 99%. Part part of it is that they just need to get a little bit smarter. Because obviously we have computers that help us immensely in day-to-day work. See, pharmacy techs are at 92%. Yeah. You still need a human in charge. What it'll probably, in in 20 to 30 years for the big chains, what it'll probably do is instead of having like two pharmacists three techs and not this isn't necessarily for my specific site but for like a cvs or walgreens they're having one or two pharmacists with you know one to three techs and then like three to four clerks there'll be like a pharmacist and maybe one clerk and then robots and computers Mm -hmm. doing the rest Mm -hmm. and then the pharmacist will mostly be there because the computers will take any potential drug interaction right now and flag it and be like, oh, no, we can't proceed. And then you have the pharmacist look at it to determine if it's actually um, something significant enough to stop the prescription from going out or if it's something that's kind of more like a more of a moderate interaction that you can just warn the patient about or do we need to contact the doctor to change it? Or so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. I think it's something where if you put the time and money into it, you could. But it's one of those cost-benefit type things. Like how much money do you have to put into the computer to make it scalable? I mean, you could probably put a a ton of money into getting a specific computer in a specific pharmacy able to do a job better than the pharmacist. Because I think they've already kind of shown that with the computer that they, I forget the name of it, but they the one on Jeopardy that's been able to diagnose certain illnesses at a slightly higher rate than doctors. Mm-hmm. So if you can do that, I'm sure that computer can also be programmed in such a way to do a job better than a pharmacist. But you have to look at it as like, is that scalable? Can you put right. that in you know tens of thousands of pharmacies across the nation and have it actually save money? For the so that was that was um well be replaced by robot.com but um for the planet money quiz it, it all comes down to four questions and the questions are do you need to come up with clever solutions are you required to personally help others does your job require you to squeeze into small spaces because <laughs> if it does you better believe a robot's going to be doing that soon. And uh, does your job require negotiation? And those are the well, four see, big uh, things. 
that's another thing too where i could see it more in 30 to 40 years being a easier transition but a lot of people that are older and even a lot of people our age would would they necessarily be comfortable just going and interacting with robots right and i mean i think a lot of people our age is probably split but if you take people that are you know 50 60 70 80 they're probably going to want a person there still yes well well but in 40 years the people who are 80 are going to be 40 right now no yeah right so I mean, yeah, right now. No, that's why I'm. That's why I'm. That's why I'm saying. In, in forty to fifty years, it may be a bit different. But for the sure. next, you know, in that in, interim time, it's gonna take. It's gonna take longer than it necessarily needs to, due to gotcha. you know the human emotion of it. Whereas technologically, you may have the ability to do it much sooner, but it takes time. For the rest of society to be on board with it. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's well, why you'll probably start to see things that are more behind the scenes replaced first. I think you're right. I and mean, even down to like at Home Depot, they there's very few chances that you have to have a person check you out anymore. Right. Does that make it's it faster? No. Check. It doesn't make it faster at all. It would be way faster if there was one person running one line. But oh, instead, yeah. there's eight self-checkouts, and there's one person who's running around frantically to each of the self-checkouts, helping the people with the little nuanced aspects of checking out that they're not ready for. Because they don't have to pay the computer. But they that don't so have to pay cheaper. the computer. They only have to pay now the one person who's running around yeah. frantically. Instead of, I should say, it would this for the amount of people that are generally going through this, two checkers at home depot would cover this well and just keep things running smoothly yeah presumably until you get people with discounts and like coupons and all that like that's where the the... that's where it gets funky yeah but then the company would probably just be like well then how do we replace everything with robots and then the person can't argue with anyone and then yeah exactly and if all the companies do that then it's not like they can just go to a competitor because yeah all the competitors has the same aspect because if one of these places just goes full full robot on me right now uh, i'm not going back there i'm going (laughs) to the other one well yeah no exactly that that's why it's almost like a chicken type Mm -hmm. situation I don't know. Depending on how efficient the robots are, I might. Like, some days I just don't want to fucking talk to a person. Oh, don't get me wrong. When yeah. I go to Target, yeah. 85% of the time I use the self checkout. Or you could but... just uh, order ahead. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. even Walmart, you can do that now, yeah. right? They'll just fucking ship it to you or they'll bring it out, out front. Yeah, just bring right. it to your car. You just go yeah. park somewhere and then they come out and they hand you a bag of groceries. Pretty good. Would you okay? So, philosophical question of the day: um, If Amazon were to switch to drone delivery, would you do that? I'm already working on not doing Amazon at all. Right. Yeah, they'd have to. I'd have to see, um, like, strong evidence that they're actually the people that they have remaining working that they're actually paying them what they deserve. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not going to use Amazon more than what I use right now, which is maybe once every couple months. Yeah, so mostly no, but you're talking to the exact wrong people. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made it my life mission to go from using Amazon like once a week to as little as possible mm-hmm. without impacting my life. I'm still a lazy American, so I try. I don't impact my life as much as I should to make the world better. But it's something See, where there, when I can, I I try. There's most of the things that I get on Amazon cannot be readily purchased at a store. But Walmart is really honestly trying. They're not succeeding in all ways, but they're trying more than Amazon is to do their part in paying their workers better than they were and right. in being ecologically sound. And they also sure. do free two-day shipping. Right. I mean, and that's fair. But I – so I see what you're saying. So like ordering on Walmart instead of Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm ordering on Walmart all the time. I mostly go I'm like, oh, I guess I need to go to a store and buy that. Yeah, well, I, I've well, been... and that's a thing that I've noticed. Like, you can there's a difference in the products that you can get online, even at an, a Walmart or a Target, versus the products that they have in store. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Like if like I go to Walmart because I'm like I need something immediately, like the same day. I need to go to fucking Walmart and come home with toilet paper. Right. Right. Or I need to come home with fucking, you know, a new shirt or whatever it is. Like I, like if I'm going to wait for shipping, you know what I mean? Like what, mm-hmm. what is the, what's the difference there? Oh, totally. Well, other than, than how they're paying for and, and that sort of stuff. But like the, the specialty products, like my, my Ridge wallet that I'm saving up to get, like Walmart doesn't carry that. Right. Right. The, the, you know, fucking $72 titanium minimalist wallet. Like Walmart doesn't have anything like that. They just have like a bunch of different versions of leather wallets. And I might find one that'll work, but I might also, you know, go through four or five leather wallets at Walmart that, that break or that don't do what I want them to do. And sometimes even the companies um, guide you towards Amazon as a way, as the way to purchase their product. Oh yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I think the bridge company specifically points you to Amazon. Here's how you buy us. Right. Yeah. Like they're paired with. So. I mean, I don't know. I I'm on, I'm on the fence. I also work, you know, a lot at my regular job. And then I spend a lot of time with my hobby away from that, the house. So, right. So going to Walmart physically just takes up so much more time. Unless I live right next to a Walmart. Like, I'm yeah, not going to spend Because you are in, yeah. you, you, between where you live, where you work, and where your hobby is, you're nowhere near a Walmart. Right. Well, exactly. You know, so I, uh, I, that's gone by the wayside until, you know, that once or twice a month where it's like, okay, we're actively out of, you know, soap and toilet paper and deodorant and contact solution. And we need to fucking go and get all of this shit right now. Mm-hmm. Let's make a one time fell swoop and spend $300 at Walmart. And then, you know, but we have to take a day to do that. Right. Yeah. And see, that's where I'm like, I, I'm really lucky because I work in a oversized grocery store that has almost everything that you would need on a daily basis. Right. And so, I don't have to like make extra trips or go anywhere extra for you know hardly anything. 